0: Just a ride Whoa, oh it's just a ride
1: hello welcome to the just a ride podcast my name <laughs> is Shaden. <laughs> my name is zach my name is jeff Holy shit, I can't believe that worked. That that didn't really work. Work. <laughs> Victory. That was fun. Look, we didn't talk over each other.
2: <laughs> That's right. Brilliant. <laughs> we do that from time to time. <laughs> We're gonna try not
1: to do that as much this time.
2: We got one letter and they were like, Hey, you guys should shut up a little
1: yeah. bit. Yeah. And so we of course decided to be facetious assholes about it. Yes, yeah. that's how we handle and it. Take
3: it very personally, very, <laughs> very seriously. We understood seriously. exactly what we meant. Shut your fucking word holes and somebody else is talking. Uh, I get it. It's hard. <laughs> Probably not gonna happen, but you're you're fucking right. So no, we appreciate your feedback. It kind of absolutely uh,
1: it kind of exists in that same category as me trying not to say the word like a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna try, but it's just gonna keep happening. Unfortunately, right.
2: I think when I was listening to when I was editing our show last time, I think we had a, like two conversations going at one point. <laughs> Somehow, with three of us, I, I don't we know did. how. I, but yeah, I felt to like that we part
1: did too. I thought the same thing. And
2: it was like, yeah, oh. I was telling a story. You guys were. Being... We were like over here talking about some weird thing, some nerd thing. Probably, <laughs>
3: you guys were, yeah, you guys were nerding out. It's the same I'm shit my story. we do
1: on your back patio, Zach. Right, except, you know where we just start cross talking, but it's fine there because <laughs> usually nobody, nobody else involved. outside is trying to make sense of it. Except right. for Monique sometimes <laughs> Yeah, but
2: Monique is usually the other one that's talking So there's like two uh, conversations yeah. yeah, anyway Well, welcome to Just a Ride number 10 We're wearing our Just a Ride shadow boxing t-shirts Yeah, we all are All three of us hey, Dude, yeah. number
1: 10, episode 10 We Dude. just hit
3: double digits, boys Look yeah. at
2: that That's 10 weeks of uh, hanging out together consistently <laughs> This is
3: more time we've been able to spend together in ten weeks that yeah. we have, probably in the last two years, yeah. You, to yeah. be
2: honest, yeah. twenty twenty. I got to,
1: <laughs> This has been too much. No more episodes just, of just I'm not, ride. I'm not used to this much exposure. <laughs> this I've ride built sucks. Up a tolerance.
3: <laughs> you're starting to smell. I'm
2: against the ride.
1: Our cycles are matching up. We have to pee at the same time now.
2: Feels right. I'm a camel. I don't pee. I don't ever pee. I pee <laughs> you once a to month. Need drink more water. <laughs> Straight. <laughs> you I know. drink a lot of water. I though, do. I do. Yeah. That's the thing. You're, you're laughing at me, but it's like, where does it go? I just said I'm a camel. There's a couple. Sweat it out. You know That's what it is. I did it at band practice yesterday. I put it all on the floor yeah. of where we rehearse. Ugh.
1: Your space is like a cast iron. It's just being conditioned. It's got a patina.
2: <laughs> it does have a patina. I <laughs> ruin is, every It's made, of, it's made of
1: like sweat <laughs> and broken guitar strings and ground up nicotine toothpicks. <laughs> 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 we got
2: a letter back from the nicotine toothpicks guys too. Hell so yeah. that's yeah. fun. We're going to hook up with them. And again, n- nicotinepicks.com. That's where you find these nicotine picks. our, that our first me, unofficial quit. sponsor. That's here right. There. We'll we're, take just,
1: we're, we're adopting them as a sponsor whether they like it or not i, kind
2: of I use I their like product it. constantly so I,
3: well you know what i would have to say that i had watched i have personally seen and experienced life change with the nicotine toothpicks yeah big time so
2: and you're the one that got me into it so thank you for that absolutely and we actually had a few listeners post that they're into it too a couple of them posted and they're good they're, and they're at
3: They're. they're the flavors fun. are delicious yeah they're fun
2: yeah like but like orange in particular it tastes like an orange it actually tastes like an orange yeah. instead of like orange. I like orange sickles too, but it tastes like an orange and it's like fucking, I've got a fruit in my mouth.
1: When you take the toothpick out, is there like pulp stuck between your teeth <laughs> sometimes?
2: No, there's no pulp. No pulp? It's pulp like normal, free? it's like normal orange juice. I oh, just take normal. out all the good stuff. <laughs> <like> You're right, <laughs> opposite of me. <that>. You're right. <laughs> well, it is in wood form. <laughs> all right. Well, we want to start off like we started off last week with uh, Mr. Eyeball Man, and we can now get to the story yeah, as to why he's the, 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 oh, part the story. Part two,
3: part two of Jacob, his name is Jacob, yeah, Jacob. Yeah. Jacob,
1: the Eyeball Man. <laughs> so, Thumb Spitter himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah he's really last thumb time man he, right now.
3: he would bit off his thumb. This is going to end it sadly,
1: out. isn't it? I just don't see him having <laughs> a happy. It's, it's all, it's no. all perspective. Okay. Actually, well, yeah, fair enough.
3: So, fast forward a couple years, a year and a half, two years. Later, I'm working for another agency, a neighboring agency, and Jacob ends up in our jail. Now, it was a smaller agency. We housed, I think, 35 or 40 people in the jail. So, after 5 o'clock, we had a daytime jailer. After 5 o'clock, we would have to do jail checks every hour, uh, whoever was working. And We only worked with about three people on the road. Uh, so, we try and rotate those. But if somebody was busy, you just got stuck doing them. Right. Anyway jacob's in the jail i go back to do a, do a uh, cell check and he's in with his partner his uh, cellmate and jacob's totally naked sitting on the bed just staring at his at his roommate the room is like goldberg because they called me Man, goldberg because i look like goldberg
1: yeah <laughs> he's like try that with your significance like, i don't, I don't I know, know what
3: he's doing but if he touches me i'm gonna kill him I'm like okay
1: yeah, Copy that. Don't, yeah. don't touch him.
3: Yeah. He warned you. He hasn't done anything yet. He feels threatened. Anyway, do the jail check. I'm outside the jail. Then I hear screaming going back in the jail. And uh-huh. I go back there. And what it is, it's Jacob. He's on his hands and knees, naked, howling like a dog and drinking out of the toilet. So I decided maybe it was probably time to take him out of the cell mm-hmm. and put him into a holding cell. So I call him mental health mental health comes down. They're two workers. And they come and I bring him out where they can talk to him in private. He signs a contract that he's not going to hurt himself. And they're like, well, he signed a contract so he's not going to hurt himself and he's, <laughs> he's fine. Almost. He feels great. Oh, perfect. So That'll solve it. He can perfect. go back in. So I he crossed his heart.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he pinky swore. Yeah. yeah I so mean, I put even... him
2: back in the cell. He broke off his pinky. So. <laughs>
3: Went back out. I mean, that's <laughs> all I can do. He spit his pinky at me. Yeah, that's a swear. <laughs> it's a pinky swear. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, he, he could still do a pinky swear at least. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't quicker, do it. He couldn't, it was you know, crooked. no thumb wars yeah. for that guy. Right. But <laughs> anyway, I put him back in the cell, go out on the road, come back, do my next check. I don't remember how long it was. <laughs> And I keep hearing this thumping. It was you know, like, like feet on the ground running, and then this big slam. I'm like, "What the fuck?" It sounded like there was a fight going on. Okay. Nope. Just, <laughs> just Jacob, naked again, running from one side of the cell to the other, and just slamming himself face first into the wall. Oh. Like what? Oh, Damn, dude. So <laughs> like, I saw a cat do that one time. Trying to get out been, of the house. I did so, that one
1: time by accident.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's doing it on purpose. So I have to get him out of the cell, put him back in the hole until again. I call mental health again. They come down and again they interview him, and he signed a second contract. <laughs> Because mental health is very, very effective. It right. helps people immensely. Second, second time's the charm. That's yeah, they're, they're like, well, say. he said he's not going to hurt himself. And like, he was literally slamming himself into a wall like a goddamn moth going to a, a light. I yeah. mean, what are you doing? Yeah, I promise. No, he said he's not going to. So I put him back in the cell, and mental health just gets out the door. They're going. I'm getting my gun put back on, and I just hear scream Goldberg, Goldberg. They're just going nuts. And I go back into the cell or back, back in the cells, and he's sitting on the bed. He has blood running out of his face. I'm like, what did you do now? <laughs> he shoved his finger into his eye... Got in behind his eyeball and ripped his eyeball out and ate it because he wanted to see what the inside of his stomach
1: looked
0: like.
3: Now, <laughs> uh, trigger warning. For you can't those see of you. my
1: face, but my whole ass mouth was hanging open <laughs> just now, yeah. and I was imagining an eyeball. Like that's uh, and I don't satisfying to think about for me for some reason. E- just like a little slimy eyeball, just <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> and again, if I wasn't, Yuck. the reality is disturbing. If I didn't like, witness it
3: myself, us. I wouldn't believe it because I've done a lot of like European mounts uh, with with animals and you have to remove the eyes before you boil them and it is hard to get an eyeball out now understanding the animal's Especially been dead generally own. it was frozen <laughs> right. you know it was frozen for and a while so it. there's some other things that I got to work with so yeah. I don't know if a live animal versus a dead animal it's easier to get the eye out of the live, live person you should try it, but, it but, the right com- but the commitment right? <laughs> the commitment that he put in into that. To eat his eyeball because he wanted to see what the inside of his stomach looked like. You kind of gotta respect it. Yeah, yeah. that's an I idea. Mean, that's like just wow, quit. Like, that's
1: hardcore. Yeah, that's metal as fuck. <laughs> it, yeah, it was. He was committed. Yeah. Somebody should I write just, a metal, love a, love a very logic. heavy song. I love the logic. of that too. Like, I want to see what's in my stomach, so I'll just send an old eyeball down there to <laughs> yeah. have a look. Disconnected. So, so, so did he say he went to the hospital? Get ripped off point. of the ocular
3: nerve or. Like was he? Because like there was shit hanging out. I don't know if he'd <laughs> he would actually chomped it through. Really no, no. I was grabbing <laughs> no. towels and shit. And yeah, we've grossed Wild. out a few
2: people with the show. I think the spit cup got a few people. I think uh, that one's gonna.
1: People definitely gonna some. have some like weird phobias. Dude. The garbage like, can guaranteed somebody's yeah. gonna hear this that has a weird eyeball phobia thing, oh. and they're gonna be like, <gasps> <gasps> I hate cancel that. subscription I hate that <laughs> podcast. I'm going home forever. So and it's okay. We we respect. Obviously,
3: it. He, he went to the hospital and. They they just let him out of jail at that point, and then fast forward a couple years later, him out of jail like you're free to go. Yeah, yeah. What (laughs) you're fine. Yeah, he doesn't reform. You're good to go. You're reformed, obviously. You ate your own eyeball. You know, so if
1: you want to get out of jail for free,
3: eat your own eyeball. Your own eyeball. (laughs) It's a ticket. That's
1: that's the price of admission. You only get
2: two of those, but you know. It's cards. like that
1: scene in 300. You can do it twice. It's just an eye. Uh, right? God saw fit to grace me with a spare. <laughs> but
2: keep the second one, so you really only get one if you want to enjoy life fully. So
3: fast forward a couple of years later, he and his brother steal a city public works truck from a local city. They drive it to a city in Oregon, get in a pursuit, crash on one of the crossing bridges over the Columbia River, and they both died. Mm.
1: There's the sad ending. There it I is. was
3: waiting. For what was it going to well, be like? It's and then he volunteered at a you know puppy yeah. shelter, and <laughs> he was, saved I all mean, the. Puppies. Was not a reform story.
1: He's no longer worrying about breaking his fingers and biting He's, off appendages. Well, he and
3: swallowing his eyeballs. I mean, an yeah. argument for here him, he really wasn't worried about it. He Isn't actually not that an did.
1: interesting thing? So that's a, that's kind of. So I have this deep-seated fear of losing my mind, like going going crazy. Mm. But it occurred we'll to me, we'll occurred to me one show. day. It occurred to me one day that as long as you're worried about going crazy, you're fine. Because when you're crazy, you know. I mean, there's different flavors of crazy. Right. Generalizing, <laughs> obviously, but yeah. when you're actually crazy, when you've actually lost your mind. You don't give a shit. Well, you, you don't that's, know it. That's off your... You're not Perhaps. worried about that shit well, anymore. Well,
3: everybody yeah. says Alzheimer's is terrible, but depending on your personality, I mean, if you like to go out and meet people, you get to meet new people every day of your life. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, and, and it seems normal to, you know, put on your pants and then your underwear on the outside. You're huh. just setting a trend <laughs> so <laughs> always the i mean the everybody was like fuck yeah, yeah, yeah and you I, don't I, I give uh, a fuck but <laughs> anybody cares it's probably the best time in your life
2: who knows who knows but no I, I share that fear too where it's like the mind is kind of the thing that you
1: have well, like, I, my my mind is not that i'm a genius but my mind has always been pretty sharp and being able to not rely on that faculty scares the shit out of me So I'm like I'm not pretty enough to exist as a stupid person like (laughs) I gotta have at least one (laughs) that's
2: fucking funny yes you are you pretty bastard how dare you well fucking A so that's our eyeball guy eyeball what the fuck's his name Jacob. 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 Eyeball Jacob. Jacob the eyeball Old guy. Old Jake.
1: Rest in peace, buddy.
2: Rest in peace. I hope, hope he I
1: reincarnated, reincarnated as a wolf. That would be so appropriate. Yeah, it would so, be. Oh,
3: I have a... Maybe that was can, what he was doing. Yeah. I, he was, I have a story about his brother that would be relevant to tell. Okay. You want to hear it? <laughs> so his brother, his name was Mitchell. Jake and Mitch. Jake yeah. And, Mitch. and I was working... Uh, it was actually a swing shift at this time. And I saw Mitchell walking down the road with a broken down recurve bow and arrow. Didn't really think Sweet. much of it. But then I saw him walk into the plaid pantry at the end of town. I'm like, that just doesn't seem right. That's not <laughs>
1: the venue for that tool. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that just doesn't seem right. So I pull around the back of the building and, I, and I'm working. I guess I should have clarified I was working if it wasn't, wasn't assumed already. Right. Pull around the back of the building and I walk in. And he's got his face covered with a ski mask, and he's yeah. trying to string the bow up to do a robbery oh, with the bow and arrow. Whoa! <laughs> <You do> that
2: <laughs> the before you get in there. <laughs> Yikes! And that's his brother, huh? All
1: right. Yeah, that was dude, his older brother. That's ballsy trying to trying to knock over a joint with the bow and arrow, like a recurve bow.
3: Shit. That's like. Well, the point is that the brothers' I'll mentalities the reload, were dude. very, very similar. <laughs> they were very, very similar in 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 their thinking. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Well, I guess rest in peace to both of them. <laughs>
2: the world is, is, uh, the first time I got, height. the
1: first time I got pulled over, I had an incident with the bow and arrow. Actually, I got pulled over for not wearing my seatbelt when I still had my novice license, which is a Me thing fight. in Canada. And I was...
3: <laughs> they carry bow and arrows up there? I was, yeah, uh, saying. Yeah. No <laughs> cons- he just came up on a horse and, and you know, <laughs> the, He
1: rode up on a horse and pointed his bow and arrow at me. And, and <laughs> he said, and that's now,
2: enough maple syrup for you, sir. He, he
1: pulled me over <laughs> <laughs> with his pants where the hips are, like, really super stuck out. You know what I'm talking about? His yeah. bloomers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bloomers. Yeah. That's actually what they're called, isn't it?
3: I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't I was know. I was, bloomers. I was not a traffic guy. I didn't write tickets. That's not my thing. <laughs> One of the <laughs>
1: reasons we get along, I think, probably. Um... So this guy pulled me over. This is a short story. But he pulled me over. I wasn't wearing my seatbelt. Didn't even realize. My dad was like, "Go home and get the hose attachment." And I was like, "Okay, dad." And just hopped in. And he's like, "Hurry up!" I'm like, "Okay, dad." And like, <laughs> so I drove off. Didn't put my seatbelt on. He pulled me over, and I had a bow, just a little hickory bow. It wasn't even a recurve. A piece of shit bow. And it was unstrung in my passenger seat. I was just really into. It. I was shooting it in the woods all the time. I was into it, you know. Mm-hmm. When we moved there, I walked my ass down to the RCMP station. I said, "Hey, is it okay for me to shoot this like in my yard?" And stuff, or is that not okay? Because I didn't know. I was not from Canada. You know? Right, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, it's fine as long as you're not shooting it at somebody, and it doesn't have... It, as long as it doesn't have a trigger, it's fine. I was like, cool. Copy that. So as far as I know, I'm like, I'm good. You know, this guy pulls you over, he looks at the bow, he goes, what do you do with that? I'm like... <laughs> well nothing right now <laughs> i'm looking, I'm looking are you at it, like you are. it i'm like shoot it at stuff <laughs> not people <laughs> he goes you better not keep that in your car somebody might get the wrong idea i'm like what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> phone, yeah. and then he proceeded to write my fucking 17 year old ass no 16 at the time 16 year old ass 152 fifty two dollar ticket for oh, not having oh. my seatbelt on i was and he smiled and said have a nice day i was like
2: well, Jess' story. Is, okay,
1: thank you
3: for the ticket. <laughs>
2: Jess' story reiterates why that is a ticket and yeah. why he was scared. Hey, it's like you could rob I'm
3: a I'm not place. mad about
1: the ticket. I'm mad about his
3: attitude. I did want to <laughs> hear what his why was, though. I hope he would have given you a, a why. But he,
1: all he said was somebody might get the wrong idea. There's no <gasps> legality or well, anything. Like, yeah,
3: see the the like you know. what. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, and exactly. I'm like,
1: it's not even strung, man. Like, it'd Please, be one sir. thing if it like had an arrow knocked and it was sitting there waiting for me to just grab. it. Educate me with your wisdom. You're a big yeah. stick. What are you gonna do with that big
2: stick, sir? Yeah, I don't know. Fucking hit somebody. He, with it, I, I never guess.
1: saw him patrolling in town after. He was either not from there and he was like subbing in. I don't know how that shit works. Or, or he didn't last i don't know but i was i lived there for many more years and never saw him again around town it was a small town wow. so i would have <laughs> yeah you know so. weird but he got me my whole summers of mowing lawns went to paying off that ticket i tell you what
2: dumb <laughs> that's a lot of lawns at 10 20 bucks a piece
3: <laughs> <laughs> no fun yeah cow. this is just gonna spin off on cop stories but do it you were i was just thinking about you talking about him coming up and we were laughing about him having the bow and arrow yeah. but I can remember making stops on cars, even though I didn't write tickets, I stopped cars for Mm. various reasons, and having certain people freak out on me because I had a gun, and like demand that I take my gun off, I'm like, oh, you know, you're right, right, right. And I started to walk. I'm like, what's wrong with you? I, do? I don't know you. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go take my gun off because you're you're here, afraid. Why don't you it. hold it, actually? Yeah. Does that make you feel better? Here, just touch <laughs> you it. You pointed at it out. Me. Touch Jeez. it right there. Yeah. Just see? It's not going to hurt you. You pointed at me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that is crazy. Just
3: a dumb thing that I... Yeah, it's so bizarre.
2: It feels like that person needs to spend a minute on a range or in a ride-along, and then right. they can...
3: Well, yeah. Well, on the best... The... the the cameras coming out when cell phones just got ridiculous and it was somebody's pulling a phone out Yeah, i'm just i didn't care i mean you can record me all you want but i just told me can you just do me a favor just not have it in your hands while we're having a conversation right set it up you just put it wherever you want i'll wait let me know when you're ready
2: people get pretty they it off that way too don't they they turned it
3: off
1: like, how, does, how do I look? I, yeah. Should I suck yeah. in? Or, which that's <laughs> my, my best idea. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's crazy. They yeah. often antagonize you too, didn't they?
3: They try to, yeah.
2: Yeah, because I've watched a ton of those videos where people are just very rude at that point. And it's like, what's going on here? You don't know what's going on. Why are you, who are you?
3: <laughs> but I get it
2: where people are like, well, I've heard about things. And so I want to protect this, this citizen from, you know, this evil police officer. Or right, whatever. right. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. It is not always a black and white world. So, oh well.
3: Nuance, baby. Yeah. Tis very gray.
2: And you lived in all of that, where you had to deal with that all the time. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you have the right personality to embrace and still enjoy your life, uh, to deal with all that shit. You do have the right personality for it. So, lucky you.
3: Lucky <laughs> well, you. that's what I tell myself every day in the mirror. Now, if it's true or not, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> we are retired now. How are you doing? I. am a happy guy? Dude, life's fun. Good. Yeah. I Hell get yeah. to go
2: do stuff. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. You, you've been doing it. Super,
3: super detached from the
2: city. It's really nice. Don't give a shit anymore. You're like, no. glad to be, I walk everywhere. Do you, how, how much do you miss it? Uh, the only, so this is going to turn into the Jeff Getschel. Yeah, <laughs> so so Jeff, yeah.
3: there was yeah. recently a, uh, we had a shooting in town A friend of mine that was involved in an officer shooting, oh, shit. uh, officer involved shooting, um, in the Valley or in the city, in the County. In the actually. county? Okay. Yeah. Uh, guys, he's been around as long as I have. Um, but still when I hear, and, and it's, I don't know if you've been paying attention. I mean, there's about an officer-involved shooting. It, it seems like every week. I don't know statistically what it is, but it's a lot.
0: Right. There's, seems a, there's like a lot. Like I mean, there's shootings every day case. here now. Yeah.
3: Shootings and stabbing. There's murders every day here now. Which is uh, not how it was. Or at least, or at least, or at least aggressive assaults that could potentially turn to death. Um, a lot of officer-involved shootings, and when that happens, there's still that that guilt even when i you know if i if an incident happened when i wasn't working i felt guilty that i wasn't there oh, yeah. that it's that still that it's the protector of your of your, your brothers and of your brothers and sisters so you know yeah. so to speak um, and it's like no i want to take on that burden you know i want that responsibility i want to take on the what happens afterwards you know yeah having been through it you're like you know what to expect but to know now he's going to have to go through whatever bullshit, you know, legally, you know, uh, through the psychologically investigation, old. psychologically, yeah. you know, and then it does affect you outside of work and at work. And if I was, if I could take that away from somebody, I totally would.
2: Yeah. Um, so now you have to deal with that and we're like, I can't anymore, or I'm not going yeah, to. Anymore. Yeah. yeah.
3: So having, put it on a Batman so having that break, uh, it really brings it almost like, wow, I really don't do that anymore. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the big deal. But other than that, the negotiation stuff that's what i really miss i bet yeah, being yeah able, that's rare to be being able that that to
1: i remember generally excited you were when you told me you were getting to do that yeah. oh yeah uh, and how perfect it is yeah. for you just
3: like, being yeah. able to is it, it almost sounds arrogant but being able to take your words to manipulate somebody generally over a phone who really really doesn't want to do what you want them to do but to get them to do that so nobody gets hurt it's gotta be um, a good feeling that that is an incredible feeling. And it's very, way rare, better than... Rare talent. I mean, I already know I can kick somebody's ass. And if I can't, I know how many people are coming to help me. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. I got to the point where I didn't give a shit about that in my career. But being able to, quite frankly, play better mental chess than somebody else for a positive solution, that's what really... That's great, and side now
1: he's a mind ninja. <laughs> he's a black belt in your brain.
2: Yeah. I was gonna say, with great power comes great responsibility, et cetera, et cetera.
3: <laughs> and was just Uncle like,
2: Ben. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, right. He's just mind fucking all of us.
3: Like, having said that, my, <laughs> my officer-involved shooting was my first negotiation. That's right. Is when that happened. Yeah. Do which, you want to tell that story? Well, I told it we, once before, but it did was a little bit,
2: huh? Yeah, yeah. There was a lot to that story, though. But yeah, yeah. there's.
3: Yeah, it was. It, Just the Reader's Digest version of it. I mean, you can look it up if you want, but uh, this uh, guy had lit the uh, motel on fire. Several rooms were on fire. He was said to have a gun. He definitely had a knife because I saw it, and uh, he was homicidal, suicidal, and myself and other officers were in in the burning building with him, and I tried to negotiate with him uh, on a a face-to-face negotiation uh, while he was at the top flight of the stairs for just shy of 20 minutes fire alarms blaring alarms going off uh he started to come down and comply and then something triggered he was he was all methed out something triggered him and he came rushing at us with a knife yeah and we had to use uh deadly force yeah he's a big guy yeah and he actually lived for a while he lived for a while and then i guess i guess he died of infection or something to that effect right yeah I remember but anyway I can remember um, after I went through all the schools and everything I'm like you know they didn't really tell us about this part of negotiation I never it was always on a phone in another room from a safe location we didn't really discuss the the face-to-face ones which happened more times than I expected particularly with bridge jumpers here mm. um, I had a lot of those um, for so they kind of became my Forte. That's interesting. For whatever like reason, holding
1: are holding themselves hostage. I didn't really think about that, but same skill set. But it's just I'm no holding kidding. I'm holding me hostage. Yeah. I will kill me if you don't do what I say. <laughs> that's wild.
3: But anyway, yeah. So I wrote.
1: Really <laughs> so you that must
2: was, miss that. That's really what I missed. That's a big yeah. mental challenge, a big puzzle yeah. to put
3: together. Like
1: well, it, all the time. Probably not even... much that compares to the payoff but, of being successful at
3: that. Right. But yeah, look, yeah, at what, look at what look at what we're doing. You you don't think I'm not trying Shout to do the same thing? in this show right now. No, not not <laughs> i'm trying not in my brain. i'm trying to use my th- trying to use my thoughts and my words to stimulate people to want to be better in life yeah i mean that's really and and to think about things and and, and just remember to have fun dude can't tip your hand we're playing poker now they know now they know i'm good
1: with it i'm okay with it
2: (laughs) Spoonful of sugar (laughs) go down is that what we're talking about
1: (laughs) getch is like the war chief he's like no we don't need the element surprise call him right now (laughs) we're coming we're coming to kill his ass yeah (laughs) let's just look at each
2: other on the battlefield and see who fucking breaks sounds fair to me well thanks for sharing that dude It, it makes me want to think about like the knife thing came to mind like you and i have talked about this for years now and it was one of those things you have to meet a police officer to really understand some of the things that the conversation is in the world. It's like, or go on a ride-along and just know to ask these questions. But, like, a knife is super dangerous. Yeah. And, and within a certain amount of space, it's more dangerous than a gun, in, in, as long as the gun's holstered or whatever. But we've, you and know, I have talked about the 24-foot... 21-foot rule. 21-foot rule. Which is now, actually, the 25-foot rule. 25-foot rule, yeah. And we explain that just to... Because people are often like, "Well, why did you show up with a gun?" He's got all he had was a knife. Essentially, holy
3: fuck, a knife can be. Mm -hmm. If you if you have a gun on you, accessible, and it actually can be in your hand, if somebody is as far as twenty five feet away from you and closer, they have a more likely chance to be able to stab you before you can shoot them. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you may still be able to get a shot off, but you're, you're the momentum hit. of their body in general, you're, you're still going to get hit and get if stabbed. If your goal
2: them. is not to get hurt, you're yeah. getting hurt. So yeah.
3: And shooting somebody from a moving target from 25 feet away, particularly when you're caught off guard, that is not an easy thing to do, even if the gun's in your hand, particularly if they're not, they're generally not going to run at a straight line if they even know what they're doing. they're going to run at a curve, then you've got to follow that, too. So there's, there's a lot of...
2: And I hadn't been shooting a lot. Science did. And do. you took me out shooting. And it's hard to hit a goddamn Gatorade bottle from 20 feet away or some shit, however far we were away. It wasn't easy and it's just sitting there.
3: It wasn't doing yeah, anything. We were, uh, we were anything at seven me, yards. So That's what we were at. Yeah, so...
2: You didn't,
1: you didn't set up the Gatorade bottle that was trying to stab him that day? <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: but I had Dave and Angus watch a video. Uh, where it was a police video where they're just showing this how easy it is because police officers are never 25 feet away from the suspect ever like maybe in the situation you were in when he was up on the stairs but he made it close real fast but it's like they're within feet like two three feet or if it's a traffic stop it's like literally a foot or two and so i, I don't think people are the other one that that comes to mind is when uh people are always saying why did you need five people to to get that person down it's like you should try putting a 10 f- year old to bed right if you're trying to put a 10 year old to bed you need at least both parents you're like you know to not hurt them so they don't hurt you and you don't hurt them and yeah. that was that was mind-blowing too for somebody that's not paying or not looking into it it was like oh yeah you're, it's actually protecting it's a, them yeah it's a lot it's a lot, not, it's it's a lot not, safer for them but to a person that's not you know in, doesn't know anything about it they're like you're, you're a bully you're bullying you're ganging up on them and it's like no yeah, yeah. All the well, the things. fight's
3: not supposed to be. You know, you're
2: supposed to win as yeah, a place. If, always. if somebody
3: pulls a knife yeah. on me, I'm not required to pull a knife out on them.
2: Right, you know, <laughs> superior firepower. I'm
3: not supposed to just. Squ- I'm not you, you know required
1: to just square woo! off. you imagine? <laughs> you just have all yeah. these, this, this arsenal of different types of weapons. Like, what's it going to be today, that yeah. guy? <laughs> pulls out and a wrench. Grenades. I hope square I pulls it Pulls out a wrench. I'm like, oh, I
3: don't have. A- hold on, let me get a wrench. I got one in the I'm trunk. What about a screwdriver? Can we <laughs> compromise?
1: <laughs> Is this still fair? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I thought of you actually uh, a couple weeks ago. I had to deal with a dude being sketchy in my backyard, and I went out to talk to him and he was out there stripping wire for copper mm-hmm. and he was doing it right next to my truck and like putting stuff in the bed of my truck using it as a table and I was just like dude so so I went out there and I was kind of walking up the other side of my truck and I, I said hey you know what's can I help you with something he's like no and I was like okay well let me rephrase
3: I'm like I'm
1: like you're stri- stripping wire making a huge mess in my yard using my truck as a table like Where did you come from? Why are you doing this here? Like, you can't be doing this here. You gotta... I don't care if you're doing it, to be honest, but you need to clean this shit up and do it somewhere (laughs) else, you know? And, like occurred to me at that moment that of course he's got a knife because he's out here stripping Stripping wire wire, you know but i didn't think about like i had i had a knife with me too you know but i'm like i don't want to get in a fucking knife fight with this guy you know like (laughs) over stripping wire in my backyard so i like so like i'm at the bed of my pickup and he's like maybe three steps away from me at this point and it kind of clicked in my head and i was like "Mm." so i just like stepped around the bed of my pickup truck and i was like i'm at least gonna keep some (laughs) distance in in his way if he decides that this means a lot to him but it ended up being fine. I had a conversation with him, and we worked it out. We, uh, oddly, I... Well, you're still here, so it, I had a knife fight. It light. ended with me telling him, hey, <laughs> this ought to, the, what you got left ought to take you about an hour to finish. And right, does that seem fair? He's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And I got his name from him and everything, so now we know each other, you know, and I was like... So, so now he's going to hang out Yeah, the I truck. Was like, I'm like, yeah. So, so here's the deal. I said, finish what you're doing. I'm going to come out here in an hour and check. And I said, I want this area to be cleaner than it was when you got here. And if that's the case, we won't have a problem.
2: They took a big shit right in your York. No, I yard. shit
1: you not, dude. That might... That corner of my yard's never been cleaner. He was was true to his word. He he finished what he was doing. He cleaned everything up. He found a rake and like raked that corner of my yard. And and by the way, I
3: assumed that the knife fight didn't occur because you don't have any stab wounds and you haven't asked me to help you bury a body. I am intact (laughs) and
1: he is still alive. Yes. Can you confirm?
3: I do find that funny that for some reason I am the go-to on if if I killed somebody I would call you to bury a body. (laughs) I don't (laughs) know why I have that reputation but I do.
1: You seem capable.
3: (laughs) You can swing a shovel. Carry it. it.
1: And more than that you seem willing
2: <laughs> Fair enough. depends on the guy but yeah or the gal for sure
1: I would expect you to hide my body if Zach had to kill me
2: <laughs> I would look to either of you to help me bury a body I don't know why you guys seem like you know the outdoors pretty good you know swing a, sho- swing a shovel pretty decently well I, I feel like I want to just keep going on what with the police stuff uh We've talked about so much of this stuff. It's hard to even like think of where to go. And we actually did an interview before we started this podcast. It'll come it's out soon. Yeah, it's going to come out soon. But we talk. We tackle a lot of this stuff. But one of the things that maybe we could talk about is like, what's a big misnomer about policing that people get? Kind of like the knife thing, or or you know why there's so many people involved. But what's the biggest misnomer that people get, or
3: or one that comes to mind? Uh, how about How about you ask me what a misnomer, and I can make. Okay, which one it would be? Well, let's see. Because uh, I. <laughs> There's so many. I mean, right. th- the view is so skewed at this point.
1: If you are doing... Traffic stops. Do you have a quota that you have to fill? Oh, right? oh, there we go. That's what. I, that's what we're <laughs> looking right for. To the the questions.
3: So my normal reply to that would be, you know, we used to, but now we can write as many tickets as we want. And people looking at it are like, what? Well, oh, I,
1: they used to limit you. What the fuck? <laughs>
3: well, I think, anyway. So no, the answer is no. That's that was. Mm. Uh, that's not a thing. And I knew the answer, but municipalities for, right? only get ten percent. <laughs> Of any revenue off the tickets, anyway, it all goes to the state. So there's really not an incentive for a local agency to go write a bunch of tickets.
0: Yeah,
2: is it just because they want to? Because they're like, fuck you. Yeah,
3: maybe it's a th- maybe it's a thing. It's a community thing. Does Com- it have any? You know, complaining on, on, on a certain the budget road that or the something? State
1: gives you? Or does the state not no. really have any? No, no, yeah. So yeah. So there you go. Myth busted.
2: There's a myth you know. busted. I'm trying to think of a couple that we've talked about that we haven't talked about already here.
1: If you if you can see something. So, like with car, like if you're looking in somebody's car mm-hmm. in Washington, you're not allowed to just go into their car, correct?
3: Not anymore. No. If you,
1: even if you see something like correct. sitting on the seat, like right, a right. Gun or I something? could I
3: could order everybody out of the vehicle, seize the vehicle, write a search warrant. But for you still it. can't go in the car. Correct.
1: Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that changed. What are your feelings on that? Gantt they? versus Arizona. Arizona, right. versus, Arizona Gantt versus Gantt is what Gantt.
3: that yeah uh, comes from stems from. What do I think about that? Well. Yeah for the job it made it really difficult i i I didn't like how they started treating vehicles uh as more like a residence and more Mm. covered under fourth amendment that's
1: more and more the case now though a lot of people living in their well well, okay (laughs) yeah Yeah. so apparently it It was was premonitive foresight (laughs)
2: yeah um something about bugs will come up soon we're oh, eating God, bugs yeah. they'll make it super legal <laughs> of course you can eat bugs we encourage it coming soon
3: <laughs> so yeah I mean it's it's a real catch 22 on, on what the job was versus you know how my thoughts have changed on things yeah. over the years you know but the fact the fact is if you ain't doing shit that ain't a problem if you're doing shit you know we're, we, we know and we're gonna find a way to get your shit that's basically how it works
2: yeah. <laughs> right well I, I came up with a couple so like training I think a lot of times when we have something controversial happen in the news, they're like, well, police need better training and they need this and that. Uh, you know, one thing I notice about knowing you is it's like they require a lot from you guys to yeah. be 500, wear a bunch of different hats, medical hat, a psychological hat, a force. You need to be a tough guy. You need to be sensitive. You need to be all these things. It's like there's a lot of training. Like your whole career is training, isn't it?
3: Oh, constantly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've got your, you know, your quarterly trainings. Uh, which are all different, but that generally gets into some of the driving and the shooting and mm-hmm. uh, defensive tactics and and uh, p- patrol procedures, things like that. You know, shit you need to know. But then there's also almost weekly uh, computer trains that you have to do upwards of, of eight hours of your time that you've got a
2: a week kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, full day. F-
3: yeah, on you know down syndrome or something, how to deal with somebody with down syndrome, which the, I mean, the education is good, but it's, it's so overwhelming. It I got to the point where in a 12 hour day, five to six hours of my day went into emails and training on, on a large so, scale.
2: So when people say that the training, they're not trained enough, I mean, there could be some argument saying that they're not doing it right, the training, right. For some reason, whatever that is, but I don't know how they know that, but, uh, they could know that
3: No, I mean it can, it consistently, but you're certainly evolves. getting a lot of training
2: and these kind of things yeah especially yeah. when you're trying to move up in policing right i mean it's that all, that's what happens is you become right like you if go you want to be more, a negotiator you, more training. You, don't, you don't just say okay go ahead right right
3: right yeah and then yeah you go to you know entry level trainings and then it goes on from there right um you know and those are all that gets into specialty stuff you know but another
2: misnomer would be like uh, one thing i learned from you also is not a lot of people fire their weapons in their career like you just don't well what would you say
3: Okay, I just had this conversation with another guy that retired the other day. When I started 27 years ago, I can remember meeting the first officer that I had met that had shot somebody. And uh, just that you're in awe. Not that you think they're a god for shooting someone. It's just, wow, you... You were there. You lived through it. You were in a shooting and you survived. That's a big deal. Yeah. Like that's and, and it made it very real. And you know, again, it's not going to war. It's just it's going to daily life. And then you, but you're putting yourself in these situations that you choose to. But you know, you might get in a shooting someday. Yeah. But it, it was few and far between, twenty-seven years ago, that you would meet somebody that even got in a shooting, and most people didn't get in one. But now. And I don't know the numbers on it, but it at least seems to be, it's almost fair to say, at least locally here, if you've been an officer for five years, you've probably been involved in an officer-involved shooting. Wow, It's just all the time now. And it's not police are getting meaner and worse and less trained and more aggressive. It's society is turning to shit. Yeah, I mean, that's the reality. People are getting violent. And it's been going on not just two years or five years. It's, it's been growing wor- uh, consecutively worse throughout my whole career.
2: Right. Well, Spokane's gone from you know not a lot of gang violence to consistent gang violence constantly. That seems to be one of the big things, is yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that's the shootings that are You know, and the
3: there. population's increasing here. I, mm-hmm. I think we're right. fifth in the nation for growth. Are we? I, I, that's a number I heard that I didn't verify. So well, our house, good luck say
2: buying it. a house or renting a house here you know, if you come sh- here.
3: And Coeur d'Alene, I think, is we're still number one.
2: Oh, fuck.
3: Oh, it's so beautiful. I there. think. Yeah. That's I was, what I heard. When I
2: worked for Dan, I was like, I'm going to buy a house out here. And that's when everything was like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to need to uh, save so, a lot more money than you yeah, got. And
3: then we got into numbers and everything, too. I mean, you know, in this area, we have 0. 0.4 deputies per 2,000 people. Yeah, that's insane. It should be 3.2 per 2,000 people. Jeez, you guys are way that off. That's what the national standard is, realistically, if you could get one per 2000 people you'd be doing great wow so so underfunded under or understaffed understaffed underfunded i mean there's you know there's been a whole lot of things going on that didn't just crumble in this year or two years it's been consistent right yeah it's been very consistent it it, it started getting bad i mean in in 2008 from 2008 on it got worse Hmm. so i got one for you
1: since it's Pick on Jeff O'Clock. Right yeah. now. <laughs> if, uh, is there a widely held expectation among members of the force that no matter what your buddy does, who's also a cop, you have to have his back even if he was wrong?
3: The oh, the thin blue line. That's right? what you're talking Patchy? about. Yeah, that's a fucking joke. Yeah. No. <laughs> Dude, cops are, they get almost, they, Rewarded for snitching on somebody. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have I've watched people advance their careers by doing by doing that. Um. Yeah, there's no. So that's the opposite. Politics, baby. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it it is. It's all politics out there. Um, Well, it is government.
2: Yeah. Let's not get down that (laughs) road.
3: No. Yeah, what they show just doesn't. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. So a
2: lot of things makes good TV though. Yeah, it's so great TV.
3: Down. I mean, everybody needs a villain. Yeah. And sometimes... Everybody you know,
2: loves a villain. Good Everybody, band. everybody,
3: everybody does band. love yeah. a villain. <laughs> yeah. And yes, they are a good band.
2: You're <laughs> welcome, Chris. Hi, Chris. I don't know if he listens. Uh, all right, well, I think we've talked about police stuff pretty heavily. I could talk to you about it all day. And again, we'll, we'll save some of this stuff for the, yeah, the interview. We'll revisit, yeah, for sure. For sure. But thanks for sharing that stuff. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, why don't we talk about something completely different? And now for something completely different. That's right. (laughs) So how about steroids and baseball? I know neither of you guys are huge baseball fans. I love baseball.
3: Never really tried steroids, but I'm I'm game. (laughs) Is that what we're doing? Do you think
2: you could uh, play professionally now uh, if you took
3: steroids? (laughs) (laughs) Currently right now. 98 mile an hour fastball. I don't think I could play professional tiddlywinks at this point in my life. Sames.
2: Samesies. But my question is, so... Without knowing a whole bunch about it or whatever i'm sure you guys both know some about it and i don't know shit about it but he, <laughs> it's not on your radar as much but educate me so a bunch of baseball players broke a bunch of records in the aughts the late 90s early aughts and uh i love that the yeah, aughts, the
1: aughts. A, so just good. a toss away yeah, everybody like, everybody everything has like a 90s every decade you know 80s 90s 70s The <laughs>
2: But uh, a few players started breaking the big records of baseball. Baseball stats are like the main thing for baseball fans. It's the sacred cows. And so Babe Ruth's record fell because Mark McGuire beat it by a fuckload. Uh, Actually, did I say Babe Ruth? I meant Roger Maris. Roger Maris' home run record was broken uh, by a fuckload because Mark McGuire took steroids. And a bunch of other players took steroids. Pitchers... Basically.
3: Now I have a question on the steroids for Mark McGuire because I actually never knew the answer. Was he actually taking steroids? Steroids, or was it there was what they considered anabolics within the supplements that he was taking?
2: I think that's what it was. It was because
3: if that's it, that's total fucking bullshit too. Because so. there was a th- there was a, a growth within. The fitness industry that went right along with that, mm-hmm. so they weren't doing anything that nobody else was. It wasn't, wasn't illegal doing right.
2: when they started doing it no. either. Yeah, but then when it became illegal after the Mark McGuire thing, that's when we saw Barry Bonds and a bunch of other players also accelerate, and then Barry Bonds you know, broke the right. record as well.
3: Now, do I really believe it was just as supplements? Now, probably not. <laughs> if I mean, took really?
2: steroids and practiced every day for the rest of my, you know, at the time of twenty, I still wouldn't be able to hit a baseball like Barry Bonds. Like, so my question, I guess, fundamentally is. These players that took steroids, they cheated to get ahead. Should they be allowed to, say, get the accolades of their success? Like, should they be in the Hall of Fame? So
1: I have a question before I can even begin to try to answer that. I probably (laughs) still will give a shitty answer. But... (laughs) Shut you up, nerd. What are... (laughs) Shut sit in your corner. (laughs) (laughs) So, what how is there a way or has it been done is there a way to measure how much of a difference steroids actually make and addendum to that question are like when you say steroids is are there what is that is there like just you take the? here is your steroid pill or like what are there different methods of taking steroids Mm -hmm. or what's the i don't know shit about this so i right i don't know that much about
2: it either but there's i mean it's think needle in the gym you know, or But there's other ways to do steroids, too. Needle of what? A needle of growth hormones, of an animal of some kind, like yeah, horse I don't growth know, hormones. I don't know shit and that about just lends steroids, to honestly. Some yeah. to
1: building mu- more muscle than you would normally be able to? Is more that the goal, muscle, or? but
3: really I think it allows you to work out harder. and You, you heal faster. Yeah. I think it helps you retain more water for healing. And I don't know, probably has something to do with What's the glycogen
1: i want you so from what you just described to downside me, is i can, should be I can, taking I can steroids myself now a shot and be a super soldier i'm ready sign <laughs> downside me up. is downside? it's really
3: bad for your arteries and your heart does it shrink your penis yeah Where there's there's that? there's, there's a myth and theory of that but i've i don't know i think it's I, about i your haven't te- seen I think it's about your personally.
2: testicles i think it reduces something uh, in that vein yeah. i think you turn it into a horse so yeah. maybe you get a giant horse cock yeah. but you'd you, produce baby I'm still not seeing the downside <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: well in baseball they don't want you to cheat and so they look at that as some yeah. players you know Ken Griffey Jr. also had amazing seasons during that time he didn't cheat and that's you know
1: I see that argument personally you know like I, but 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 again it comes down to how much of a difference does it make and and then at that point good question. what if what if it so if it is allowed and then some guys choose to and some guys don't Question mark. Right. Like, does okay, so like just cause you didn't choose to do the best training program available for one reason or another, does that give you the right to bitch about not being able to perform at the level of the people that chose that program? Right. And I have I something know. to add to that which
3: <laughs> kind of agrees with that. Two prong. One, I had this idea I really wanted to do bodybuilding at some point in my fifties. I thought it would be awesome. But then I realized myself, I wanted to win, and if I want to win, I have to do steroids. I had to make a decision. That's not really a road I want to go down because I'm also doing this for my health.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, And so I'm going to take it a different direction, but still be healthy. Uh, So I, so I left the athletes that I know that have played professional sports and, you know, we're only in for a couple years and got out. They have all told me basically that they chose not to do steroids and everybody is doing steroids. And if you don't do steroids, you can't compete. So the rea- the reality, at mm-hmm. least now, I'd say within the last 10 years, is the saturation of steroids within professional sports is through and through. And if you if you don't do it, you're not going to last very long. Mm-hmm. So if everybody's at the same level of steroids, well, then I guess we're good. Mm-hmm. Do you think money's well, the prime motivator for yes. that? Uh, well, some of it. Think about I mean, there's a
1: certain level of prestige that comes along with being able to say you're the best at something. Mm-hmm. I get that. But, but like... If you know that it's harming your body in some way or maybe taking years off your life, depending, like if it's because it, it sounds like you start talking like it damages your arteries and, and shit, that's like Heart Attack City, from what I understand. Well, you know? sacrificing
2: so, like, your health for whatever success. Is, I mean, sumo wrestlers aren't healthy, but that's the national sport of Japan. Musicians aren't fucking healthy. We're not, for sure. <laughs> I, I want to I say this like with baseball players, there's the superstar athletes that got in trouble that broke all the records, but uh, like you said, all of them were doing steroids. What about a player that. You know not most of them aren't superstars or even all-stars most of them are just like god i want i want that four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollars, whatever minimum they get a year and they're going between triple a and and the majors mm-hmm. and so if steroids are like the difference between i make 60 grand a year or 30 grand a year and i'm not in the big show versus or half, half a half a mil, a mil and i got yeah. my kids and d- so Ken griffey jr i think was the one that brought that up in an interview and it was like fucking I, I, we got to take that into consideration because it's a huge sure. deal. It's like, yeah. what will you do for your family right. kind of thing? Well,
3: and the other misnomer about... Sacrifice
2: your body. Almost most, most of the people I know are like, yeah, I, did. I would sacrifice my body for yeah. my family.
3: Sorry would, about sorry. that. No. The other misnomer about steroids is everybody just assumes you're on steroids. You're some big jacked monster who's got this, you know, micropene and over aggression, <laughs> And that's just, right. that's just not a fact either because... It kind of goes back to what your question. There are different steroids that you can take now. I don't know shit but the about 80, them. The
2: eighty steroids seem like they're different than the or steroids what the combinations
3: are. But you can take <laughs> yeah. steroid a com- different combinations of steroids to achieve different things. Mm. And some people maybe they just want to heal faster and be able to have greater endurance. So they're going to be smaller, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're not on steroids. Right. So, you know.
1: So there's no magic pill or shot that you can take that means you don't really have to work for it. Motherfucker, just, everybody want
3: awesome. to be a bodybuilder. Right. Nobody want so to lift them heavy weights.
1: I don't care. you have to still, steroids or not. Even
3: right? if you take steroids, if somebody's up there and up on stage, I still have fucking respect for them because I know what they had to go through. Okay, they took enhancing drugs. I, I don't give a shit. Yeah. That's a risk that I'm not willing to take that they are... But I still know the dedication in diet and exercise and lifting weights and discipline that they still had to go through. Well, how about mm. what about a
2: lawyer at law school to be in the top 1% of law school? You have to work really, really hard. So you
3: just take a lot of Adderall. Right? Exactly. So
2: people that are taking speed well, fighter pilots. There you go. Mm. So why is it for baseball players? It's, Shit, it's a lagers, Billion dollar meth, industries, you know. Billions of dollars go through there. It's it is
1: the most. Watched. I think it's more sticky for people because it's a it's a competitive sport, and your level of com, your level of ability to compete directly correlates to the opportunities and the money that you're afforded. And, you know, so I think that that's, and the argument that I've heard is, well, these people that didn't take performance enhancing drugs. They worked their whole life to get to where they are, but there's no way they can compete with without having to take this risk or you know do this thing to their body, so that that robs them of what they would have achieved otherwise. It, and it's, it's actually a valid, it's a valid argument well, and as well. I get that argument, yeah. you know. So
3: it's a total valid argument, but why why baseball? Why are, why are we hitting baseball? Hard now. I mean, is it, are they... I mean, Congress loves baseball. I do love baseball. It's <laughs> a gentleman's game. Is that it is. because they are public <laughs> no, figures because... is a gentleman's game. <laughs> Polo. Is it because Man. they're made... Public figures that they're now held to this higher standard. Is Cong- that what, is Congress that what got
2: says? involved. I should. I should oh, say, Congress oh. <laughs> weighed in, and they, they wanted the to fucking
3: make federal government. Yeah. The Congress again. is going to decide who they is were in really the Hall upset. of Fame.
2: I told you, baseball stats are very important, but not the Hall of Fame, but but the the the, the kitty butthole on on the the records and stuff and. It's not illegal to do steroids in the world, right? Is, I mean, maybe steroids are illegal in some form, but well, just I mean, in sports, just in. Competition. If you're going
3: by our state, I think anything's a go. That's now. right.
2: That's right. You just can't sell it. Right, but it's not like cocaine and shit. What is about it, fentanyl?
1: Sorry, as an aside, is fentanyl good to go too, just for taking it? Yeah, you can in take. Yeah, yeah, you really? can take as much as you want. That's you can kill wild. yourself if you want. What about morphine? Like, what, what about? Yeah, no, I mean, like, you can get like, your hands on it. That's what I mean. Like, if you come can to just Washington, get a whole it's not jogs, illegal to possess the drugs. Wild. It's not illegal to possess. That's wild. I'm I'm super interested to see how that turns out. We
2: are. (laughs) Once again, the experiment (laughs) going on here in Washington.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking. Great idea.
2: Crazy. Well, one thing about the baseball thing is is that kids are watching. And a lot of kids do look up to baseball players. And whether, you know, remember Charles Barkley. I'm not a role model and all that stuff. But they are. And so a lot of people look at baseball and the cheating. And they say, well, now our teenage kids in high school are going to want to do steroids (laughs) to get into the big leagues or just to be good at high school baseball
1: you don't get and to not be a role model by saying I, i'm not I a role model i know you don't get to pick
2: Charles Barkley. he tried he tried and then a bunch of people were like yeah i'm not a role model either as they're just normal guys and it's like they well, copied you charles not. you're right you're right but and, but you have the same attitude as charles so i don't know but uh i don't know what about the kids watching baseball i mean is that the, the baseball sp- player's responsibility does it matter because that's part of oh. it too that's part of the debate that's <laughs> We're, these are you know supposedly people that we put on a pedestal because they are famous baseball well, players. Isn't They're that athletes. a
3: parent's responsibility to keep that reality so. and morality?
2: That was Charles in check. point. Yeah,
3: not not theirs. Yeah. Okay.
2: Fair enough. We tackled two things there. Bam. So steroids and baseball. Well, what do you guys think? Should should they be allowed to do steroids? Yeah, I don't care. And should be in, okay. And should Barry Bonds it be makes allowed? For, it in the makes time? for
3: you know what I want entertainment. You know what I don't want my sports politics. But give me all the entertainment you got, and if that means, bunch of, meth and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and steroids <laughs> involved, gladiators, it's going to be that means an entertaining back gladiators. Then yeah. fuck yeah, That's I'm for be that. Inter- entertaining games. Yeah, Well I think,
1: I think where I land on it is as long as it's all, voluntary and above. The table, you yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. like, it feels it feels dirty and underhanded if it's like if you, it's like well, here's the rules you agreed to, and I guess everybody's mostly breaking them. Then it's like okay, well, so then either the rule needs to change or you, or everybody needs to change. You know what I mean? Right. So like if if we could just make it above board, like hey. It's fine. You can do it. If you choose to do it, you can do it. Then, a, then I say fuck yeah. As long as everybody's entering into it voluntarily, then I think it's. I don't have a problem with it.
2: This is kind of a weird one, but what about what about stats? So as a stat nerd, it's like, would it be silly to have, you know, say Ken Griffey Jr. again where it's demonstrable he didn't do steroids and people were keep trying to keep, keep up with him by doing steroids? Uh, should he get, even though his career didn't last as long as other players did and his numbers didn't balloon like they could have if he would have done steroids should his numbers get like a little asterisk by them it's like I didn't take steroids I think and so. I think I can, it should
1: be indicated for sure that's okay. what I mean if it's above yeah. board like it's like hey this guy has these stats as and then in, in, they're in a certain color that means right fuck know, yeah like if it's red Problem dope. fucking solved. He he dope, he you know? dope, you know? And again, I mean, that would just—I feel like that would enhance the stats. because again, because you would—you'd—you'd be—you'd have people no. that are purists, you know, that are like, "Oh, I only give a shit." Like, fuck you, and you're—you're you're a fan of all those guys that did steroids. These are the real legends right, right. here. These guys that are Babe highlighted Ruth in, doing in cocaine, cocaine black, and shit you know, or whatever red, the fuck. But black, black. are
3: you—are you allowed to go yeah. case by case basis? Because let's go back to Mark McGuire now. Neither of us know if he really was doing steroids, steroids right, or not, right, right. or was it the metabolic steroid detected within a supplement that he purchased from a store I wish and, I the, knew the and answer that, that he loved. I, that was the argument. I, I don't know if it's the truth or not. It doesn't sound right to me based on what I saw and what I remember.
2: Right. What I heard... But let's pretend was for a second that it is. Everybody was doing it.
3: But he's still getting punished for steroids, but uh, in, that was in something of his... And not of his own doing he purchased a workout supplement pro- product that worked amazing for him mm-hmm. Like I said, it sounds, when I say it, it just sounds like total bullshit. Yeah. I actually, I, and,
1: I, and I almost I can't get it out of my me, mouth. I, I didn't do coke at that party. Somebody uh, blew uh, it in my face. It, it was right. so good. Right. How could it be bad for, for me? Damn. Okay. God damn it. Let
3: me, let me keep to this fucking
2: argument. No, I see where you're going and I like it. I, I know where you're going. Go ahead.
3: So, but then does, does he, if that really was the case, does he get punished for something that he didn't actually do, even though he did? I don't think it should be. No. Yeah, that's I like think my. It should
1: dime- be put before a jury of his peers. And- <laughs> <laughs> I think we should be out of people's business in that. It's probably
2: none of our business. If if you want to be a sumo wrestler, you have to eat a fuckload of food and you have to put yourself. I mean, I'm sure they do it as healthfully as possible, but you're trying to build probably not giant. Yeah, I don't, I don't, a lot of I don't,
3: healthy 600 pound <laughs> people. I've gotta be yeah, honest with yeah. you.
2: and there's not a lot of you know older. 600 pound people you right. don't live a long yeah right so yeah, yeah. You, you don't see the same old, issue with steroids the old the yeah.
1: old sumo with the big spindly beard right <laughs> like giving advice everybody's like how did warren
3: miller little... die so young or whoever <laughs> who not warren, warren miller was that warren, he he's died? a
2: skier i think no. warren miller's a skier right i don't
3: know he's a football player isn't he
2: warren sap I, I don't know warren, he's thinking warren sap did warren sap pass away i don't know he's a no, big no. boy there's
3: been a lot of earl campbell he he died young.
2: Did, yeah, he was a yeah. running back, though. They're in good shape. Yeah,
3: He's, yeah. he was the one of those, like, I never worked out a day in my life, I think. That oh, was it. It could be. It's like, yeah, you didn't, but you did steroids <laughs> for sure. Because you died really young, and you were in amazing shape. Yeah, fair enough. You know, I hope that's not the case, but.
1: What Who's about it? Big Black from Robin Big?
3: Oh, yeah. Did he pass? He, he died. Yeah. Oh, no. I liked what? that shit. RIP ish.
1: I grew up on that shit, man. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Do you ever watch Robin did Big, work? Jeff?
3: I don't even know what the hell it is. an MTV show. Rob
1: is a skater that became an MTV host. and Oh, huh. Yeah. It him was pretty... And, him and his best buddy, who's just a really, really big black dude... And he was hilarious. Yeah, he was. And I, I love that show were, It was I a
3: skating it. show then.
1: Kind of. It was. It was more like a. It was like a mix of a skating show and like MTV's Cribs, but it was only their crib. Yeah, <laughs> he had already made <laughs> it his was money their in. one bedroom apartment. Yeah, it was <laughs> no, like a was reality cool. show, he and they would like come a, up with
2: goofy things. Yeah, yeah he was. He had wealthy. like a
1: dream factory. Like he had his own like skate park in his house, and wow, uh, yeah, yeah, it was pretty weird. That was awesome. All but right, he so, had, so he had a mini horse in his house also.
2: I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Big. Anyway,
2: fucking weird, do work. Weird Gotta do work. <laughs> um, so steroids in baseball, fucking go for it. And the guy should be in the Hall of Fame. I like your idea, color-coding things. Dude, We're in the 21st century. We can color-code everything. I feel
1: like that would only enhance statistics. Like, statistics nerds just like higher More. levels of complication. Yeah, exactly. So like, oh, we just added a whole new system of demarcation. Yeah. Fuck yeah.
2: I would love to go through the baseball stats like, and be like, like, oh, be like, oh, the oh, red. Oh, man, that's who, up. Who led the league without
1: I, that steroids? That would interest me. I don't even give a shit about <laughs> baseball stats, but I'd love to go in and see who was doping and who wasn't <laughs> yeah. and what the difference was. Like, I, that'd that be that awesome. could and certainly plumb up the value of
3: some cards out there. Somebody finally gets in the Hall of Fame, but they got an asterisk. Yeah. yeah. It oh, would probably drop their... <laughs> oh, it would, yeah. Drop their value. Maybe. It would. Unless it was the first one with an asterisk. Maybe, then it would but there's got to the be
1: plenty of people out there that are like go go team do the steroids you know so that maybe those people want it more then could be (laughs) maybe the value stabilizes maybe that that is how
2: baseball cards are is like what i don't know well now that's worth more money now yeah all right it's all a
1: matter of what one guy will pay for it in theory yeah
2: for sure i mean yeah i collected cards for years i had a baseball card shop and it was weird i still
1: collect magic cards fuck yeah dude and it's, it's your, reti- it's your it, that's retirement my, that's my closet my closet thing that i do that i i'm like every Welcome time i'm three was, every, every was time I your closet money it, about like, 10 I'm seconds like, ago oh
3: man what <laughs> said it was your closet thing yeah. talked about yeah, 10 no, seconds ago i'm out of the closet
1: <laughs> once again
2: hopefully the people that you don't want to hear this aren't listening <laughs> mm-hmm. that'll be all right so uh let's move on since we've talked about steroids and the baseballs to something that Jeff is way into, and that is Star Wars.
3: <laughs>
1: yes and I just—I'm curious us all about Star Wars. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, I went to—I uh, will. 1977. Yeah, I was forced it. to go to this show, and I remember the We've shit. we talked these about Words this going topic. up on the screen, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I gotta watch this for how long? Oh, he gave like, it a chance and then at least. It got
1: halfway through, and he was jerking off. Like, why is this so <laughs> hot? I, I it love was like, <laughs> it. Was gold like drawers.
3: three hours of my life I could never get back. <laughs>
2: I had nightmares. So how do you feel about Disney owning Star Wars? Because that was going to be my question. I don't question.
3: even understand.
2: why so It didn't used to be owned by Disney. It used to be owned by George Lucas himself and his okay. company. And then he sold it for billions of dollars to Disney. And now over the last decade or so, Disney's or a little less than that, uh, Disney has yeah, been making been a decade. controversial movies for the fandom. And Star Wars fans are the most what, toxic but, of fans. What the fuck
3: is the fandom? It is, is, a, that, is that Mickey Mouse where he's got the funny hat on? It's a kingdom it's, of fans.
2: That's that's a better version of it. <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> it's basically it's it's dumber than that. It's, <laughs> it's a kingdom, well, a, it's but it's a group populated of us. So by so fans. it
3: could potentially be a bad thing that he sold. Well, they made a bunch of to Disney.
2: Yes. Well, okay. they changed they changed the heart. Of how star is it negative
3: in your now? life, and how does it affect your
2: children? Because star because Star Wars is very important to a lot of people. That's why it's worth billions of dollars. Is because it's it's a part of people's lives, and no. some people. A lot more than others apparently, Jeff. God, don't even give a shit, bro.
3: Does it, it cost you any money? Uh, well,
2: I, I'm an investor in uh, Disney Plus. <laughs> I have that, and so I like. So it's good that it's on Disney because you get to see him. I'm an board I basically. Of <laughs> they ask me my opinion, and I tell them, and they listen exactly to what I say.
3: Okay, so you got. <laughs> So you get more Star Wars because Disney owns it. We do. So it's a good thing. way more Star Wars. So it's a good thing. It
2: is if you, I mean, if, quali- if quantity the is about. that they're producing is trash. It's quality quantity thing.
3: Well, maybe because the fucking story got burned out back in 1977.
2: No. That's the thing no. about Star Wars is they could never run out of stories in thing. Star Wars. Here's never, I ever. I they can. I'm, no, about to no. I'm about to rant, There's a boys. Bit trillion I planets. I can't hold it in anymore. I'm right. about
1: to rant. This is Let, it go. okay, so, Let it go. Let it go. I'm going to preface this by saying that Star Wars star wars as a story even the original trilogy and this is going to gain me some enemies i know but even in the original trilogy the story is kind of shit yeah like the star any pick, it's the hero's journey any star wars movie the story Kay. the writing is kind of like <laughs> so oh, yeah so
3: what i hear what
1: what, but, I, but, <laughs> what but, I hear you but, saying? I saying with with <laughs> but we do but but yeah the idea of Star Wars is what people fall in love with, myself included. I love the the ethos and the the environment and you know, I like to create my own imaginative stories within the framework that George Lucas. Story Similarly, building, then A+. people
3: love the idea of falling in love. However, they keep continuously getting into shitty relationship after shitty relationship. With Disney, yeah, people yes, exactly. okay. love Same. the idea <laughs> yeah. of Star Wars. Yet they keep yep. watching shitty movie after shitty movie. Just all of them have been. That shitty. one of these will be amazing.
1: Excellent analogy. <laughs> that yep. is pretty good. Yep, that's actually very accurate. I think so. But but us. the problem is, Got them. The the problem is. I think that's why Star Wars fans are so toxic is because they have this <laughs> they they have they're like they have this idea of all the amazing things that could be done and it's fueled by the fact that there have been volumes upon volumes of books that have been written that are awesome. Right. Like they actually take it and yes. exploit it and make it like the books. If you're a real Star Wars fan yeah. and you want some good shit, go read the books. There's yeah. tons of them and most Starting of them with most on. of them slap. Yes, I gotta be on.
3: honest with you. My 8th grade education, there's words in there I probably couldn't pronounce. Yeah, you'd figure it out. You'd get most it. of them. You'd I, It's
1: it like
2: having tacos stuff, all the stuff to make tacos and then... They they bring the taco to you and they're like, it's the new thing of tacos and you eat it and you're like Why the fuck are there raisins in the tacos? Why did you put raisins <laughs> in the taco? I don't understand why there's fruit in the taco and they're like, well, because we're Disney and we decided yeah. to do di- well, that's, a it's different such, taco and you're like, such,
1: no, we want the fucking taco. It's such bitter disappointment too for me because you look at what Disney did with the Marvel movies and as a kid who read comics, I'm like, eh, it's not really like the comics, but art, like for just taking superhero movies, superhero movies pre the Marvel Cinematic Universe to now, Disney fucking kicked ass with making those movies cool. They're cool, yeah, really fun to yeah. watch, and 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 some of them have really good plot lines too. Right. Um, Winter Soldier, that's one of my favorites. Is That a Joss Whedon one? That was uh, it. Might have been. I don't know. Actually, no. I'm not sure who who directed that one. But point being, the Disney did a good service to that industry you know like you watch old Tobey Maguire Spider-Man versus you know Marvel (laughs) movies now and it's like fuck yeah upgrade yeah but uh, with Star Wars that wasn't the case like it's just so riddled with with crap like crap so you actually... writing crap character development yeah. crap continuity they didn't even come up with a good bad guy they scalp they scabbed together an old one who was supposed to already have been dead and nobody cared to see again really right, right. they created a bad guy but then they just killed him off in a weird and stupid way yeah. so right i have some questions
3: how long has disney been in charge of the Star Wars. now.
1: I'm going to say six, seven years. Oh, had so. To this like didn't that, just yeah. happen. 2014. This is fourteen. Okay, it's been a minute. How many? They've mo- made a whole trilogy. How many movies? TV shows as well. How many movies five, have they movies. actually come out?
2: Five. five. But then they've also done series where. Oh, it's-
1: you're right. Because of uh, like Rogue-, Rogue. Rogue one. Rogue one, Rogue okay. one and yeah. Uh, yeah. And prior to Europe.
3: that, how many Star Wars movies were six. Star Wars movies were out? Six. So six. So they've doubled the amount of shows plus series.
1: Oh, yeah, they've yeah, they've created more content.
3: When was, was the did, last sure. good Star Wars movie? <laughs> Jet's got good questions.
1: Debatable. <laughs> yeah, that is debatable. Uh,. I'll
2: let you know. 1983? First, you so I, uh, okay. so no, here's curious, the, like the, the one. No, I really liked uh, I know. Revenge of the Sith. I actually like Phantom Menace. I'm a prequel I,
1: trilogy guy I all like, day. I, I do. I think I like they were them. the best ones. And I, I, even with the shitty acting... <laughs> I don't care. They're great. And, and even with Jar Jar Binks, I understand. Yeah. Uh-huh. So not like crap, this. But I think they're the best. I'm
3: asking. Star Wars... Empire Strikes Back, and then what was the third Return one? of the Jedi. Return of, Return of the Jedi, the Jedi yeah. and then there was the trilogy after that, mm-hmm. which was prequels Pre-pulse, to Star Wars. Which were the best. Okay. <laughs> I'll go with that. And, and I, really I will say... Like that. That. <laughs> I mean,
2: Qui-Gon Jinn by himself, and then Darth yeah. Maul, fuck yeah. Liam Neeson. Fuck yeah. I yep. did actually
3: Shit. go see the first prequel as, as, oh, an, come as and an adult. Oh, clean here. Uh, taking children. As an adult. And it, again, it was... I I could not wait for that fucking movie to be. It was a little long. It was for a non-Star Wars fan.
1: Yeah, torture. We've already already established that your imagination. But I tried. Castrated, and it's not your fault. Yeah. I wish I could help you. I seriously tried
3: (laughs) to get into the movie, and I just I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. That's all right. So.
2: So you don't don't care if Disney does whatever the fuck I don't get Mickey that Mouse that. as Darth Vader? It sounds like they yeah.
3: haven't done shit, but it really doesn't sound like anything was very good for since the eighties anyway. There there's some good
2: stuff involved in Star Wars, but it's on the fringes. Like Shaden was saying, like the book world is so many great stories and, and people have gravitated so it's because
3: it doesn't them. follow the book that pisses people off I, don't, I understand no 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 no, no no no
2: no, these books don't get made into movies they're just people that are playing with oh. Star. like the reason why Star Wars is cool is because any nerd would love to have created this for themselves like everybody's like ah fuck he beat us to it because mm-hmm. all it is is just <laughs> adventures in space and that's countless, countless fucking story it's space things. Samurai it's with magic, with, with sure. Politics. It's whatever you can, yeah, and politics and stuff. And so it, it makes this world. And George Lucas did a good job in his producers and stuff of fleshing out this world that really feels lived in, even though yeah. it's completely it's great
1: fantastic. Great world building. The execution and follow through were poor. So <laughs> under, yeah. understand,
3: yeah. <laughs> respect of the art. Totally not my thing. Yeah, you know. I respect people that can do ballet. I don't like to sit and watch it. Yeah. Sure, That's oh fair. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: It's very We're not giving opinion. you shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm giving you shit. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't talk about Star Wars like that. But the, <laughs> kidding,
2: this, okay. the fandom is very toxic, and it's uh, it's Even gotten by, more toxic. Did you ever
1: see that interview with Ewan McGregor talking about Star Wars fans? Well, uh, a, he, a recent he, one he, or a past no, one? No, no, it's been years ago now. But he, it, it kind of went viral because he, like people, <laughs> he got a lot of shit for it because he was, uh, he said. Uh, what did he say? He didn't say cunts, but he said he said Star Wars fans are like a bunch of assholes or something. He might have said "concernful," but it was something pretty harsh. Or he was just like, he was like, I can't stand them. You know, he's like, he's like, people that are fans of Star Wars are the worst because they have no, they have no sense of boundaries. They, you know, they will come up you to owe me, at the me most inappropriate. Obi-Wan. Yeah, you know, and 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 there, he's like, he just went on this tirade about. It wasn't long, but Dude, he, I get it. he really, really it. let him have it. And people were like,
3: Obi Wan, fuck <laughs> like,
1: off! You, <laughs> you were the chosen one. You were the chosen one. I get it. If there is, you there is know, like, I have the high ground. <laughs> If they're as crazy he as right, he did,
3: as it seems like they are, yeah, I can imagine what his life was at, was after making the movie. Well, he painted oh, a yeah. pretty well. They weren't po- pretty pretty awful they weren't
2: picture they weren't yeah. taken well either. That's the thing. They were the most hype movie was that Phantom Menace, the one that you went and saw with the Chitrens, um, and it got shit reviews. It couldn't live up to the hype. George Lucas, like before he started writing it, was like they're gonna hate it they hated all the other ones too it's not for them it's for me and it's Mm -hmm. for kids and it's like they're gonna fucking not get it and then he goes and types and then they literally like destroyed two people's careers and lives from that movie the guy that played jar jar binks who's not even seen it's just his voice but he got destroyed and his career was basically Mm -hmm. ruined ahmad best i think (laughs) is his name and then the kid that played the little kid jake whatever yeah uh ruined his life like i don't even know if he's alive anymore i i, I know that he went through like don't tell me he died dependencies like, I, I i'm that. not sure i'm not I don't sure, sure. <laughs> i am
1: not sure i do need to hear that today
2: somebody can tell me but <laughs> i know annie <laughs> i know annie went down the wrong path he took the dark side oh, but it man. but they forced him down there because the fans
1: well hayden christensen's doing okay yeah
2: <laughs> i we you know it's weird though because so he he got a ton of shit for saying the worst lines in cinema history probably about yeah. sand and some of that shit
1: but the sand so many good memes yeah. So many good if, memes. If they would
2: have known that the meme image would have been grade <laughs> so A, good. they would have been like, it's fine. But then they just recently they made a, Disney made a, a Obi Wan series where they had like six or five or six Haven't episodes. It yet. It's it's all right, it's is pretty it, good. Is it okay? Yeah, but everybody I trust was super, <laughs> I mean I, I'm not I'll talk about it off air. Okay. Yeah, it's not my favorite, but um but Hayden Christensen was like celebrated. They're like, Yes, they're bringing back the original Obi you know, the original Anakin Skywalker and it's like, you fucking assholes. He hasn't worked a goddamn day since like one movie after Star Wars, and they now you're like, oh, come
1: on back to us. They pulled him from behind a dumpster <laughs> exactly. in an alleyway, and they were like, it's come like, on, buddy. You were
2: cunts <laughs> to that guy. He had such a promising future. He had a long, you-
1: scraggly beard that I still imagine he can't grow. He's just got Star Wars based <laughs> signs and a non growable beard. <laughs> it's all patchy. Fuck. So anywho. Hey, I was a fan, buddy. You got you got crap lines, but... He you, was you working with Jar Jar best. Binks. I, I mean, his, his, his
2: co-star was a <laughs> fucking animatronic, or whatever. It was a fucking CGI guy. Yeah. The first ever CGI character. So here,
1: Fine. can I just get this off my chest, and then I'll let it go, and we can move on before Jeff s- slips into a catatonia here. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, considering just the newest trilogy since Disney had it, since that was the original point of discussion, I, I have some Problems with not feeling like they didn't live up to what they could have done with it, but more than that, I feel like they did for a company that is as strapped and has the chops that Disney has come to have. They did such a crap job with production and writing, and that's my biggest beef with it. You know, like there's that fucking knife. It's like this dude, this knife is a symbol that. So Jeff, there was a knife that had like it had these like etched stuff on one side. And this total Mary Sue of a main character who always just had powers for no fucking reason yeah. that she didn't earn. She's like on this planet and they're like, it's supposed to find this secret artifact, right? And she holds up this knife like, oh, just randomize. I'm just going to hold it up to the horizon. Well, so and she's like a water witch. Yeah, it matches up to the wreck of this spaceship just perfectly. They could it have like moved fits. at any and point. So only if you're standing in that fucking spot and that ship never fucking moved and the water level didn't go up or down would that work and you just expect us to believe if you did
2: that in a writing workshop the teacher would be, You'd be like, be laughed out. Write that again. You'd be laughed out. Yeah, that's why, it was, failed. That's why it, was it was offensive. Like,
1: yeah, it, that's what I mean. The whole thing seemed like a, it was insulting our intelligence or trying to make a statement. Yeah, you know, because and I'm
3: sure everything else yeah. in Star Wars seems totally logical and reasonable. Well, you know, Jeff.
1: It wasn't that blatant, though.
3: I want wasn't. a lightsaber
2: despite how fucking <laughs> illogical and, and impossible
3: it may be. We're getting closer every decade to, well, yeah. to lightsaber.
1: We are. It's actually impossible, I think. I think <laughs> it is. I,
3: I got to listen to you guys talk about something so ridiculously <laughs> unreal. When you're talking about fucking Star Wars, well, favorite, that was amazing. What's your favorite
1: movie, Jeff? Oh, Shane. True time. Romance. Okay, so let's say Disney bought the rights to that estate.
3: That'd be, they, that would be really interesting they, if you've they, ever seen that movie. Yeah, know, <laughs> <but just> <laughs> hypothetically.
1: <laughs> hey kids. Even not just Disney, but a company that had a tons of fucking money and, yeah. and people working for them. And they made a sequel and the the plot was total trash and they brought back a bunch of your old favorite characters from the first movie just to kill them or make fun of them. Would you feel like it was a bit of an affront <laughs> to your. Just a your little bit. If you cared
2: even a touch, if you cared just a little bit about that movie, you say it's your favorite. Wouldn't yeah, it be yeah. like, that's kind of like shitting on the first one in a little bit?
1: Yeah,
3: maybe. Yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, I wouldn't. That's good now. I'm, yeah. not, I'm, I, I'm not guess. losing sleep over it, but it, it, <laughs> right. it
1: bothers me because I'm like, man, you guys really screwed the pooch. Like, you could have done so much better.
3: Actually, I was thinking about how many awesome actors would come back from the dead. Oh yeah, there's a lot of, dead. Yeah, a lot of wow. dead actors in that movie. Oh yeah, but Fair that enough.
1: thing they did with Carrie Fisher. Yeah, that was uncomfortable. for It me, was right. I'm it like, was weird. Why, and why you should have just let her get sucked out into space and killed her. Yeah, like that would have been fine. That was weird. Because she died in real life is what happened. She died during the filming of the second movie, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Oh, they tried And then they brought oh, they her brought back her back in the third movie, and they used pieces of some of her dialogue that she did in the second movie, mm-hmm. and then they filled in the rest with CGI. And it was just this weird, disjointed conversation that the main character had with a chick that everybody knew was dead in real life, and yeah. she was CGI'd, not great. They and you know, know what? They were and probably like, the first. It was th- like it was like Weekend at Bernie's, but creepy. You know, it's yeah. like oh, let's just prop up this dead lady that a lot of people loved, despite her, you know, issues that she had in life, and just move her mouth for her instead of just killing off her character. Right. Like that would have been the respectful thing to do. Like, I agree with that hundred percent.
3: But you was, know that one their one the intent was things. to show. I mean, you don't know. But the other side of that is the intent could be in their mind to keep her and use these clips in this other movie to show respect for Absolutely. her and her being gone. And it's totally being misperceived. I do think from it that was their too. intention I think that's what they're thinking.
1: to pay homage to her with that but it's,
3: it's also a so hundred million dollar movie. It so came
1: mean. across as the opposite. It, like, it was not interpreted a right that way. way. and a wrong way to do that shit, man. Like the tribute to Paul Walker at the end of the Fast and Furious after he died was awesome. Like was it? it? It literally almost made me cry just because I grew up with those movies and I was like, bro, like my God, you nice. know? But, and there was like, they they just sort of they sort of used some of his old footage and shit you know but like it was good it was it was very obvious that they were like setting the movie aside they did it after the credits they were like you know here's you know our guy you know he's been in every movie and he's dead and you know that's our tribute to him that's cool what they did with carrie fisher was like kind of insulting and gross and uncomfortable i thought it's just how it came across
2: the new ghostbusters was did a good job of tributing the Fallen Ghostbuster The guy that Harold Ramis Do they haven't yeah. seen it yeah. Yeah. It's, They did a That's good job good. It's about the go, exact yeah. opposite Of what they did in Star Wars yeah. They did that to Grand Tarkin The guy that played uh, Grand Moff Tarkin too In Rogue One. Oh uh, yeah where it was, But it wasn't as badly done I don't know no, why No it
1: wasn't It wasn't
2: <coughs> And it was done earlier I think mm-hmm. wasn't it Or mm-hmm. could have been About the same time
1: No it was earlier Because that was the third movie That they did that With Carrie Fisher And Rogue yeah, One came right. out After the first movie Yeah, yeah. you're right yeah. yeah you're right
2: So they did a better job Earlier Yeah Who knows Anyway
1: now you know what we do when we are not around, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, when <well>, you aren't <laughs> there to temper it. our nerd, same shit. Our you our do when temper. I am around. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, let's move it on down the line to our reasonable party. I liked somebody wrote in and said reasonable party. I like that, but reasonableist party is what we've yeah. been going with for a while. We'll we probably probably the reasonableistesses. <laughs> That'd be reasonable. <laughs> the reasonableistesses is what we first, I think, yeah. initially called it because we're dorks.
1: I think we should call it The Reasonable Lights. Reasonable Lights? Reasonable
2: acolyte, The Reasonable. Only reasonable lights live in my
1: reasonable <laughs> The party that doesn't approve of a party.
2: That's right. The anti-party. We're the anti-party. The anti-party. Uh, I like that.
1: It's like anti-hero. We're all dead. Point. We're the
2: Batman of fucking political parties. <laughs> but we don't have any money. Let's get that money rolling in. All right. Let's start getting them coffers full. But
1: yeah, um, we'll be starting so a Patreon if
2: you want <laughs> <laughs> We are soon. Uh, but the Reasonableistist Party, we've talked about quite a few things so far. But we wanted to talk just kind of overall as like a tenant of the, the thing about social issues. And neither neither of us, none of us agree, or none of us think that we should have social issues as part of what the government does. I mean, I'm an anarchist, so I'm like, I don't think government should exist, but I'm a reasonableist in this case, and I know that's not going to happen in my lifetime. So, how do we make it so there's less government in places that it really shouldn't be anyway?
1: Can we define social issues? Things that
2: government shouldn't be part of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> things that people should be able to do privately, I think, is where uh, their decisions that are based so more on personal things. and
1: Raising their kids, whether or not they decide to do drugs, mowing their lawn...
2: Yeah, we've talked about some of these. Marriage is a, is yeah. a social Drinking issue. And driving. Abortion is probably a social issue, I think. We don't need to talk about that one today. But right. uh, those are social but, issues, and government seems to just come in and, yeah. and confuse the issue at even, the even
3: Even mental health mm-hmm. is now... Government. government seems to be pushing their way into that. Right. Although there's a lot of medication Ooh, going on there, especially too.
1: Especially in Canada. Did you guys see that weirdness? Huh. About, oh. So, so you're like allowed? You're legally allowed to go in and, and have Kill medically yourself. assisted suicide? Yeah. Oh, Citing you, citing depression as a reason. We had discussed yeah, that on I'm an earlier show. i depressed and would like to die and the doctors in Canada are now obligated to be like, okay, we'll help you do that.
3: Hmm. Is there, well, what, is the, there a waiting there. period? Is there a required waiting period? I mean, do you have to wait to get a gun? Do you have to wait well, to have the doctor medicine. kill you, so or?
1: I would. Uh, the reasonable assumption would be, <laughs> gonna be you going to be waiting get on a list behind all the other people that are depressed and want to go in and get help to die. <laughs> is, is there a, is so do they determine how a
3: many level people want to do that? Do they right. determine a level I laughing, of depression? I'm laughing for some reason. I, I, yeah, it just seems so fucking ludicrous. It does, but yeah, it is your choice to. I mean, no, this can, is all on the other side. side. This is coming
1: from somebody who grew up there, knowing Canada, they didn't account for any of that. So it's really going to be up to the the individual institutions to decide how they want to do it which is kind of good, but also, like, what? It's right. such a touchy no subject shit. because wackadoodle I,
3: don't, I don't want to promote people to go kill themselves. No.
0: Well, But I on mean, the other I'm hand... All
1: I'm saying is, like, that aside, maybe there should be a few stops along the way before we get to just, like, here's, yeah. here's a proposed solution. I know we've made life shit for you here in Canada the last couple of years, but if you don't like it, how about you just kill yourself? We'll help you do <laughs> it. just sounds like, so it just, cynical and weird. Like, yeah. I feel like a normal, rational person would look at that and go, ugh, ick. Yeah, like that's not good. Is this was this,
2: we trying to get us all to kill ourselves. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it
1: seems like. It's gross. Anyway, sorry, that was a weird aside. Just I wonder. I,
2: I don't know if government needs to be, have a place in it though, because government. It, really, the professionals in the industry, doctors, aren't just going to be like whatever you want, dude. They'll think. I mean, their morality so is also either. part of. I guess of
1: it. maybe that's probably that, That's a. That's. I think you just helped me figure out why I feel so weirdly about it at the core is because i don't think the government should be involved in like so since we're talking about suicide i don't think they should be involved in it one way or the other right i think it should be you know like they, they shouldn't help you do it nor should they say you can't do it right right you know what i mean like but, it's a very much but there a regulation on keeping
3: it um uh moral and and what other word am i looking for mm. uh Tidy. Basically, <laughs> so okay, so let's say I'm somebody who's designated to be a shot giver or trigger puller or whatever. Let's say there isn't any bounds on how I can assist you in killing yourself, the and I decide I'm going to use an axe, right? Like, yeah, now it's like, yeah, well, I'm gonna, I got a guillotine in my basement, I'm gonna chop your head off.
2: Well, I think that's up to society, right? I mean, that so, would be if. I guess society would be like. I guess we're okay with the guillotine. Do
3: we have a? There's do a we? There's a lot of
1: feelings that go along with that, though. Like, what about that person's family? Just because yeah. it was cool between the two of you, what if their family wants
3: to come and kill your ass because they weren't okay with you helping right. your, their relatives But, but your I'm son, just going back into the government son. thing. Does the government take a place to say we're going to regulate it to, uh, if you want to kill yourself? As it's a ridiculous subject, quite frankly, know, but know, a, but I a real know, one.
1: That's the social issue we landed. But on. a real one. Honestly, it is. It but is. But it's a good one. Though.
3: But if this is becoming a real thing, yeah. Does the government say, yes, it's okay, but we're going to regulate it to, you're going to use this procedure to do it, which is a, you know, a, a series of shots that make yeah. you go to sleep and your heart stops.
2: Right. or do, do you decide?
3: You know, versus somebody's like, "I want you to kill me, but uh, I want you to cut my head off, right, and shoot me out of a cannon in the sun." Redneck voice—I'm not really sure, but <laughs> yeah, rednecks, it just sounds so fucking ludicrous.
1: It's a valid—it's a valid stereotype. Rednecks do some crazy shit. I you, do. You know,
3: you do. Rednecks, They're wild motherfuckers, yeah. and I love them. And yeah, me too. I want my ashes I, to be snorted really, by hookers I really in get Vegas. Along not, with rednecks, I
2: mean, <laughs> I I, yeah. I've been living around Generally in my whole speaking. life. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I'm, I'm an outdoors guy, probably not really a redneck, but yeah. they are great to be around because they a are a. I've got a
1: little in me, for They sure. know how to do the outdoors <laughs> shit.
2: Well, we kind of live in, like, a very saturated, rednecky part of the world, I would say. I mean, it's not the most do redneck we? place.
1: I think so. We're, in eastern... Well, I guess we're, we're by, by northern Idaho. Idaho. Yeah. And and I'd say Montana. eastern Washington. You're right, you're right, you're right. But really, what it is,
3: is people who are really good with getting shit done with very minimal things. Yeah.
1: Like stoners.
2: Stoners are good at that, too. <laughs> Natural allies, they just didn't Stoner know it. Stoner ingenuity, man. They just didn't know it. <laughs> so, as far as the Reasonable Party, I mean... So I mean no, I guess we're still we're still talking well, about assisted suicide.
1: Like I, my knee jerk reaction is yeah, keep government out of social issues, you know. But but then I start you know let's think about that a little deeper. Like so the reasonable the reasonable party the reasonable <laughs> uh it seems that we keep coming back to less form of government, spe- especially federal government Mm -hmm. you know like so it seems like our we're we're sort of antithetical to large-scale federal governance yep but so not the friend of the state government how does that how does that so but so let's take it down all the way down to communities then right so what is what is i don't know i'm so i'm kind of getting into the weeds but like are we are we against there being any sort of governance that that polices social industry should do it period
2: yes in in my view Mm -hmm. and you know i'm open for ridicule but uh like
1: like the industry he he thinks things i do think i
2: am a loser (laughs) but say dr Kavorkin wants to start this business and stuff it becomes an industry pretty much overnight when people say okay it's okay to do that so some doctors are gonna be like yes uh unscrupulous doctors will be kicked out of the business after there's competition and, and we look at it and, but they will, the market itself should do like it does with most other things. If there's something that we like, we'll get more of it. If there's something that we don't like, we'll get less of it. And the, like the protections of, will be up to doctors. It'll be, really be up to the patient and the doctor. Like, and that really is where it should be. There's no expertise that a government bureaucrat brings to the relationship between the doctor and the patient. And so it just frees up the ability for them to do their jobs. And that person to
1: found out the doctor was drunk (laughs) the night before. I don't believe there will (laughs) be a, you're you're going to die one way or the other, I guess (laughs) it's going to be a little less comfortable. But but, but I mean, what if you're this, what if you're the family member of the guy that went in and got medically assisted suicide? Hmm. And then you find out that that doctor that said, yeah, sure. I'll help you do that. was still wasted from the night before. I don't should know how any recourse like nobody gets to, nobody. Oh, I like think you, you just have no say.
2: I think there should be say I think yeah. again, it's going to be punishment through the market. So it won't be like we're going to throw you in jail and stuff. It's like your ability to make money in this, this field is gone. Mm-hmm. Most likely uh, there will be lawsuits. I'm sure there's definitely legal systems without government possible. Um, you know, if there was some harm done or some negligence done, those things will be. So, will so, up, I think.
3: so society decides what the regulations are only after things happen.
2: Well, I well, it's just kind of like normal things. Like the industry is going to decide what they want to do and they'll they'll evolve as time goes yeah, and I, as people the the customers are basically the ones that dictate. Uh the customers will say what they think is moral and what they think is immoral. Whether they're right or wrong, the market doesn't really say.
3: There's definitely a sliding scale before we get there though, right? right? Yeah. So and but I, I, just I want, guess go ahead. That's my So the government as of we know now, usually tries to say, okay, well, this is going to be a thing. These are the rules in which it needs to play in. I don't know if that's right or wrong. That's just all that I know. Right. No, know, so I, I was, but how do we make that separate separation from, okay, well, we're not, we're not governing this per se, but we don't want a, you know, X, Y, Z. I, I keep coming up with this weird thing of suicide. Again, if a doctor wants to start being experimental with that, you know, is there a way to stop that prior to that happening or, or does the market only handle it after people find out that he's, you know, skinning people alive It, it is. is as a extreme example, yeah, of what course, if people don't find
2: out. No, that's exactly right. I mean, there's no utopia. In my sure. in my vision, yeah. I see. I'm not expecting you to I'm try. Right. I, think yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I
1: think the reasonable thing, the reasonable way to look at it, is not if it's getting us closer to utopia. but How quickly it, do is we is it, fix it? Is it, it well? Is it better than what we have yeah. now? Yeah, well, yeah. Well,
2: removing government, it's like if you were to remove cancer, like what would you want to replace your cancer with? Like nothing. And that's what I look at. Right. It is.
3: It's like we're cotton better. Candy. Well, so <laughs> we're better off with this is candy a, for sure. Without knowing a whole lot about this assisted suicide, it basically sounds like it just basically is what it is. Um, we don't know the, if there's parameters on it or not. No, you can do only not, do no. this. But let's say it's as simple as I'm 51 years old, tired of living, I want to die today. That's what it sounds Great, like. Great. Well, it's pencil you in. How about how does the 19th look for you? We can't get you in until then. Okay. Good. You know, come to my appointment and do my thing. If that's happening in Canada, the reality of that happening here soon very is hard. very realistic, right? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe so how does our Canada Canada's
1: gone a bit further afield in a lot of ways than yeah, we have. They're recently. usually yeah, But I'm you know,
3: saying you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's not, for right? sure not. Yeah. So how you know how, so, so the- how how do we realistically handle that?
2: Well, you shouldn't if it hurts any other people. That's when gov- I guess government, since we're talking about government, should come in, but if it doesn't hurt anyone else, it shouldn't and you're speaking else. physically hurting I, yeah, because because suicide and things like that, they do mentally hurt people around them and Absolutely, things like that, sure, but you are ultimately responsible for your life and and I guess I do mean physically, there's nothing we can do about psycho- I mean we right. might have hurt somebody psychologically today. By doing this podcast, right, right. So. because
3: even yeah, even if somebody I knows kills themselves, and I, it is still my responsibility as to how I'm going to respond to that. So I agree with that. Yeah, even though it's you know it's generally going to create negative uh, ripple f- effects and cause other people to live negatively. I think
1: that might be another piece of why I have qualms with that system of you know like oh let's just make i think how it went down and i could be mistaken about this so you can correct me if i'm wrong someone somebody out there but i'm pretty sure that the way that it went down was they added documented mental illness as a valid reason for seeking medically assisted suicide so it's not just depression it's like if you have any any kind of mental illness diagnosis from any doctor including depression then, then you can go in but, and and request medically assistance but suicide. doesn't mental yeah.
3: illness at to a lot of times to that level exclude you from being able to make decisions for yourself to begin with mm, not necessarily
1: it can it certainly can I, I mean I mean a lot like of just people have you're depressed doesn't mean you don't know how to make a lot of
3: people have yeah. have other people in charge of their estates or or their funds whatsoever whether that just be a check from the from the state a month to owning well, that's millions of thing. dollars. well
1: somebody else has power of attorney and they have documents saying you're not fit to make your own decisions, and they decide, and they decide you're going to die. You, so they ask for somebody to assisted suicide you. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> then I you know think know what
1: that's what assisted what murder. It, I think yeah, that, but,
3: but you know, yeah.
1: like, that's a weird. That's somebody
0: a weird will thing that we'll
2: hasn't play that loophole <laughs> somehow.
3: We're not really feel, covering but. the the government part of this, but the topic itself is really interesting. It is, it is interesting. I just, well,
1: but anyway, what I was going to say is, I think part of the reason I have qualms with it is because. I agree. All that it, it all comes down to you whether you're the one reacting, you know, choosing how you're going to react to it or you're the one who's sadly taking your life. It comes down to you, but I feel that you have to take responsibility for it in both cases. So if you decide that you're you want to be done living, you you need to be the one to sort that out in mm-hmm. my opinion. Uh, otherwise it just i mean unless you physically can't for some reason or i don't know there's there's asterisk over everything i say what do do i know but but i I just it it, my personal code of honor i guess let's say is i'm like if you decide that you're gonna be done that's on you you can't expect anybody else to do it for you that's just that's not that that seems dishonorable and and
2: it might be a a, a workaround for some religious beliefs too I think that's, that's what it is because yeah, killing yourself is a sin, and yeah. but having somebody else do it for that's you. Interesting. I think if you pay him, though, I think that means right. that you're doing it to yourself. But whatever. But what if all of uh, <laughs> right? it's But you can tell you but maybe. the reality is,
3: yeah, I mean, you can justify anything you can tell yourself in your mind. So yeah.
2: this ride is voluntary, though. I mean, so I, I fundamentally believe that that you can end this ride yeah. whenever you want to, and just please don't I you know think so. try and right, yeah. ride it out I as long so. as you can. I think
1: it's I think it's really tragic, and there's a lot of ramifications, but. I agree with you. So
3: here you go. On that same token, law enforcement people put themselves in position to intentionally be shot by the police and killed. No, not for that. Since I've been but And then the police, a lot of times, get blamed. For, not only do they have to live with that, then they get blamed for it. Right. Sometimes that's one of those miscounts. Like, yeah. yeah. So.
1: Yeah, what a, what a, what a shit it, damn. It, it, it is not only do you have to deal
3: with it You're damned if you it do is damned within like society transferred intent and not a suicide for it. that's yeah. wild yeah.
2: damned if you do damned if you don't right. is like the motto I think for policing as of currently
3: but, so. but I'm just saying on the subject of what he was saying if somebody or what you were saying if somebody else kills me then it's not you know as far as religion goes it's not my fault they did it mm-hmm. well that plays out within society if somebody is suicidal yes. and they put themselves in a position to get because, killed by the police the police did it they didn't do because it because your
1: god or gods are not smart enough to make the distinction they, <laughs> they right. didn't see what you were I didn't see, and, see nothing <laughs> <laughs> okay it wasn't in the book loophole <laughs> loophole <laughs> Yeah, right. I don't know, man. So, okay, can I pose one more hypothetical to bring it back to the actual question? Yeah. Okay. And Give let's it a if, shot. We'll and let's see where, we'll where it goes. Go. And, and I'm probably going to relate it to suicide, That's the theme, <laughs> but, but it's not about that specifically. So let's say, because to your point, Zach, about the market sorting that shit out, mm-hmm. right? I think that's possible, but I'm just trying to wrap my head around what that looks like in, in practice, right? So let's say, hypothetically jill greaves decides to set up a business that assists people in dying when they want to okay. and and she becomes she gains some success from people that have oh i've wanted to die for so long so i'm gonna go see jill and <laughs> she'll help me out right Bye. so i i know i'm being facetious and i'm not sorry <laughs> i'm an asshole but um
2: be even worse if it's the for the little sake little card of like comedy like we
1: have to i laugh in the face of morbidity. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, so Jill, Jill's doing a booming business, but then somebody else decides that they have a serious fundamental grievance with Jill's business. So they go and they just burn it down. Oh, shit. <laughs> Who steps in and says what's okay and what's not in that situation?
2: Oh, without a government? Right. Oh, uh, well... To remove government and to remove law enforcement and all that stuff, I mean you have to still have a, a system of a right. legal system. So well, kind I guess of thing. that's what I'm asking. Yeah. What's the alternative? What well, does it look like? There's a bunch of them and that I don't think I have enough i don't even I'm not the right guy to answer it. Sure. But a legal system without government is one of the more fascinating things. because uh, it's similar to like how insurance would be. So let's say but oh, see insurance. I know, I know, but it is a way to get something that you couldn't normally afford at a price you can 't afford that 's kind of what insurance yeah. is is this i mean it still is a, a good feature, and it's if it 's security, <laughs> it is for sure uh, but it 's the same thing as like a utility though you could look at it like a utility um, and we could treat it like a utility instead of a government thing and so basically, companies would compete as i don 't know what the terms are there was a really cool term where it 's like a, a grievance officer. Company, but enforcers. They have, yeah, but they have police, they have armed people, but they have more so, they have people that are like from the lawyer standpoint and from it's just a kind of group of people that
1: are the rules different for them
2: as far as like how enforcement happens. Yep. I think that's up to the community how they what they allow them to do, and that would be a bunch of things to to shoot through as an anarchist I don't have the answers I know. all I know is I do the cancer's gotta I'm go I'm not like
1: fuck you I'm, no, 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 no. shit. I'm just I'm genuinely curious I, I would what check it would
2: this out like. if those of you guys are interested and you're like okay well I've never heard of a legal system outside of government that's foreign to me there's a guy named it's actually Milton Friedman's son David Friedman and he's an anarcho-capitalist uh, and that might turn a lot of you off right away. But he does have interesting ideas on, on whatever kind of anarchy you're interested in, of looking at what a legal system would look like without government, and how they would enforce these things. And they've done it in certain places like uh, Iceland, hundreds of years ago, did this, and Spain did this a little while ago in, in the early 20th century.
1: And they're both doing great.
2: <laughs> it was cr- they were Well, <laughs> Scandinavia did great for a long... Scandinavia is still a wonderful place, but they definitely didn't continue this, this idea. And it was like Middle Ages... Scandinavian stuff but when you're looking for examples have changed a but bit. that's there's more examples of anar anarchism than there is of actual capitalism or of, of and some might argue of actual communism which I, I disagree with that but they would argue that and they're probably right on a lot of levels that I don't know about but so there's been anarchic systems um, or people just being governmentless and leaderless in history and there's tons of you know different societies that we don't know about and you know, civilizations that existed long ago and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, I don't know. All right. <laughs> I don't know what the community would do, so, but I bet you it would be better than sending the government in to
1: solve it. So, per the usual, we've come out of this with more <laughs> questions than <laughs> yeah. answers. But when there we should yeah, be Well, but here's let's, the here's the deal. Why don't we set this? I feel like this is a good opportunity to set this as a framework. So, like, let's. Why don't we just start picking at specific social issues in the future? Yeah. In future well, we episodes. did. I think we talked about. And we kind of have to suicide, that, yeah, but like, let's time. just let's just grab. Issues and try to unpack them a little bit. Maybe revisit them if they're too complicated, which most of them probably will be. Yeah, <laughs> and
2: you guys help us. I mean, we'll revisit these. There's plenty of, of letters you guys are sending in uh, with and good great, ideas. By the and way, please yeah. keep doing that. Yeah. I love reading them. We're, this isn't us trying to push a view. I really, I, no, I'm not, not at all. all. This is us yeah. posing questions yeah. more than anything. I would like the reasonableness party. It doesn't have to follow what I think about everything. Like yeah. again, I'm an anarchist,
3: but this is a literal government party. Unless
1: so you I'm, love big government, then you can't be yeah, in the party. I mean, so we're that seem we're asking questions that pose
3: more questions which will probably pose more questions and with all that we might end up with an answer for a thing or two yeah, yeah
2: maybe yeah. who knows and maybe one of you guys will run in this platform in the future yeah. if, if nothing time. else yeah. <laughs> and you'll think, a different you'll
1: way think fondly of us, us fucking assholes <laughs> and and like and if, and if, and if nothing else a
3: different way of how you live your life personally yeah cool I doubt they'll think fondly of us
1: probably not maybe I you don't. or <laughs> we're dicks <laughs> no. <and laughs> I'm not dicks. my biggest fan that's how I know I'm not a narcissist. I don't like myself. I don't myself. really care yeah. for myself most of the time. <laughs> I can barely hang out with myself. <laughs> if I if I wasn't me, I wouldn't hang out with me. That's all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> well, we got a few things left. Uh, why don't we talk? Fuck this thing, and uh, it's microwaves this time.
1: Yeah, fuck microwaves. This is my thing. <laughs> I don't like microwaves. You guys like microwaves? I I use microwaves. I mean,
3: you like it? It, it it's it's convenient. Someday. Joyless. <laughs> I, I don't. Joyless. It is joyless. Do you like to cook? I, I don't. It robs you of the joy of cooking. Mostly, <laughs> <Yeah>. mostly, <laughs> honestly, mostly, I oven top cook because uh, I don't currently oven have top. a barbecue Sofant right top. now. Oven top. But you uh,
1: oven top cook.
2: He uses pans and pots. Yeah, pots
3: and shit. I use pots yeah. and pans yeah. and shit yeah. like that. Okay, generally. Sofantop.
1: Yeah, I
2: got you. I don't cook for shit, so.
3: But I, I'm not anti microwave necessarily. I just don't tend to eat foods that go in a microwave.
1: You want to know an interesting... Well, I want to know why you hate microwaves. need to reheat it. You want to know an interesting factoid about microwaves? Yes. You know what the slang term for them in Australia is? What? So, to, to a, understand a bo- this... A boxy can... To understand this, probably. <laughs> to understand this, you have to understand the slang word for food, just food in general in Australia, is tucker. Tucker. T u c k e r Tucker, like you know, I'm gonna tucker in there. Ow, right, you're right. Tuck it in my face. How? I think that's why. I don't know. What tucker, do Tucker in
3: the food hole. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I think that's why. Yeah. Okay. But, but so it's tucker, and uh, they call the microwave colloquially the Tucker fucker because it fucks up your tucker. <laughs> they're right. It and never
2: right, does. I it think. never tastes as good yeah. if you take if you do the experiment of like the Hot Pocket even for example ah and it's because uh, no, I mean, they're the roof of so delicious we they
1: we just went ah! we had like war flashbacks like <laughs> the choppers
0: my
3: <laughs> friends has anybody ever eaten a Pizza pocket or whatever, the hot pocket without losing the roof of their mouth? No.
1: No, never. That's not how
2: back. you eat That's it. That's not you, how it works. You yeah. sacrifice for you the sign food. up for
1: that when you put the hot pocket in the microwave. But
2: you know, on the back, I don't know if hot pockets are this way, because they're literally designed for microwaves at this point, but I think at one point you could put them also in a, in a conventional oven or a toaster oven type thing. Mm. Uh, not a toaster, but a, sure. one of those. You ones.
3: probably still can, it's just not even promoted.
2: Anymore. Yeah, they're like, we know you don't have one of those, you fucking, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. I feel like they always talk down to me. <laughs> they're the hot pot company, hot pockets. But uh You'd
1: think the thing designed to go in microwaves would be the best thing coming out of the microwave yeah it right? is not no it's not it's it, if you put, one of the worst yeah but <laughs>
2: if you put a hot pocket in the oven it's not so bad i mean it's still hot pocket shit on the inside but you're like okay is that dinosaur meat i've literally never elephant? done that well
1: i was like that doesn't go in there it's <laughs> microwave only right
3: <laughs> <laughs> and it, lately i've learned so like the reheating yeah it's convenient but food actually tastes better reheated on the oven. In an oven. Sure oh, fucking big does. Time, yeah. By a thousand. And, and I do it that doesn't more doesn't Suck now. all the
1: moisture out or turn the center of it into napalm. Or, sorry, the edges into napalm yeah. But the center is still frozen. Yeah. Or whatever. Cold from the fridge.
2: Microwaves are good if you like popcorn. So. They'll give you that popcorn real I'll, quick.
1: I'll, I'll allow this. There are right and wrong ways to employ a microwave and they do have a certain <laughs> utility in some instances. Okay. But generally speaking, and for the way that most people use microwaves, I think they're fucking trash.
3: They're good for science.
1: Put good. It, I put in uh, silly putty. That was fun when I was a kid. I hard hard in, boiled like, egg is the best. Oh, I never did that one. Does, put it in for three minutes. Does yeah. it explode? Yeah.
2: You know you can do. I put
1: in a craft single. You know those craft singles, those cheese that aren't really cheese. Mm-hmm. I put one of those in there, and after about thirty seconds, it blows up into a perfect sphere like a balloon.
3: Really. It doesn't surprise Try you. Try it. <laughs> and then
1: and don't talk to me about having to clean it up. It's your fault. Surprise <laughs> me. <today. laughs> you no, know, I'll throw
2: this one out you. Uh, I was I was lazy one day and I wanted to make spaghetti. And I was like, I don't want to fucking pull the pan out. I just didn't want to do the the stirring. I guess I had other stuff I, I wanted want to do. There. I didn't. No, I didn't want to stand there and and do stuff. I had other stuff to do. I was doing sh- like scats or something. I don't know. Whatever. But I, really
1: I got to get back to jerking off. Yeah, I'm so hungry.
2: <laughs> I got to get back to shadowboxing immediately because I'm living life raw dog style. But, plug, plug, plug. buy the shirt. Pick <laughs> a Rally picks. towel.
3: <laughs> Two point seven. Two point seven. Two point seven. <laughs>
2: I forgot what I was talking about. Now you didn't it? want to stir, so you're you yeah, jerking yeah, yeah, yeah. off. spaghetti and making spaghettios, but you can make spaghetti very easily and not very far off from the normal spaghetti in the microwave. What do you You've, do? You put with water. You put it up with water. I put it in there for like seven minutes, and then I stir it, and then I put it in there for another six, seven minutes, and then you drain it, and it's fucking noodles, bro. So and you don't have to stand there. You just
3: yeah, but
1: stir one for the same it's length, length of one time. One ingredient. Love, spit? Love. <laughs> <laughs> there is zero love in the same microwave. amount
3: of time you could have made it on the stovetop, you made it in the microwave, you just had to walk back and forth more. No, I didn't.
2: I, I literally, well, yeah, yeah, I didn't have to stand there. That's why I did it. And I didn't want to have to deal with pans and then turn the heat on. Did you on. really
3: get anything done in that 14 minutes of back and forth? It's me, yeah.
2: I mean, I jerked off twice. He's efficient. I fucking jerked it twice. No, I don't know. And yeah. I've done it I so many times. Know. At this point, I've done it so many times. And this is also a fail-safe for me who... I mean, I used to work in restaurants, so I know how to cook a little bit and stuff, but I don't trust myself with the gas. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. I'm <laughs> a pot smoker. I'm just over here oh, chalking yeah, down I've- bowls with the gas. <laughs> uh, let me, explain, up the house. let me
1: explain. Zach is a contrarian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be. Deep down in no, all of your hearts, if you're honest with yourself, you don't love the microwave. It's purely a vehicle for convenience. Yeah, it Everything is. you use a microwave for, you can do with a stove and an oven. And, and it love. takes maybe five extra so minutes. I, I was know because I haven't owned a microwave in eight fucking years. And I haven't starved. <laughs> I have a little Fair. countertop okay. one.
3: And... I would say the only thing I've used it for is it to reheat up KY jelly, reheat bacon. <laughs> no,
1: reheat bacon. Yeah, bro, put it in a pan with a lid on it's, low heat. It's
3: pre-cooked <laughs> bacon. I know it's awesome. I'm putting it in the pan still. I, to, I did that. Yeah, this I mean, morning, I guess dude. it would I
1: pre-cook a pound of bacon. The I can do it when I'm frying, I eat like frying like my eggs. Three or four slices in the morning. Yeah. When the pan's heating up for your eggs, put the bacon. Yeah. In there. I fr- and, then, I, and then the same amount of time when you're ready, you would have heated up the pan anyway. Put I fry the bacon six eggs, four pieces
3: of bacon. And the
1: bacon will still be moist. It won't be crunchy. It'll be good. I mean, it'll be a little crunchy because it's... Well,
2: tell good. me how to make a Big Mac taste better the next day.
1: Yeah, if it involves bread, you're fucked, dude. Bread yeah. doesn't keep in the fridge. No, sorry. Especially if it has sauce on it. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. <Yeah. laughs> I haven't had a Big
2: Mac for fucking ever. That doesn't sound good at all right now. I haven't eaten fast food. I've eaten fast food like three times this year, I think.
1: I'm Good for you. So my body is like systematically just rejecting everything that's shit for me. Like it's forcing me to stop. Like I had to I had to quit coffee. Love coffee. Had to quit coffee. It's good for you to quit ago. coffee. And I'm okay. Burned bean juicy. I'm okay, bro. but I miss it. Love coffee. Yeah. I j I can't do it anymore. I love coffee. the idea can't, of toothpicks. Can't, can't do weed. okay I loved weed, probably still do, but I can't do it anymore. It fucks me up. Uh, now now apparently according to my the doctor that I broke down and went to see this week, I gotta I gotta not do alcohol, which is fine. I had so I stopped drinking, but I'm like and now it's just, what do I get it's to the do? Just take of my stomach. Like he was, he didn't say quit. He's like you can have some like you know a drink a week and I'm like what's, the what's going on with your stomach? <laughs> what's the point? Uh we don't know for sure yet, but it's been causing me a lot of problems for the last month or so, so I finally uh-huh. decided to go in and get it checked out cuz I didn't know what it was and uh he thinks it's uh maybe like GERD or mm. or I could have an ulcer or a hernia. So it might not be permanent. But for right now, I'm not drinking, which isn't hurting me. But I'm just like, man, what's next? My body's like, guess what? Cheese is off the menu, motherfucker. I'm exactly. going to be like, nope, this is how we die. That's that's where I draw the line. <laughs> Bacon and cheese got to go. Well, cheese. no, you got to go, buddy. You're
2: no longer my doctor. Sorry. So,
1: yeah, by the time I'm 40, I'm just going to be eating nothing but raw vegetables and lightly seasoned turkey and water. And that's going to be my life. <laughs>
2: and definitely not putting them in the microwave. Nope. Because fuck this Fuck
3: thing. the
1: microwave.
2: Well, I hope, I hope everything turns out better. I'm and, all right. And eating healthy is... Definitely the best way to fight that first. Yeah. It kind
3: yeah. of sucks sometimes, but mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
1: I'm already losing weight, which I needed to do anyway, so fuck it. <laughs> I'm just treating this as a forced uh, meal plan with there you go.
2: <laughs> No more of the Cheetos and the treats. <laughs> I, like, I don't think I was eating it.
1: that bad, but I guess not drinking is a good step.
2: <laughs> well, I've got, I've got advice I tell myself from Jeff. If you're going to ask for the truth, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then prepare <clears> for the truth.
3: Yeah, it's not, I, I mean, I guess it is advice I've told myself throughout life. Uh, But also tell other people too, and yeah, if you if you're gonna ask somebody a question, and you want the truth, and they give you the truth, and it's something that you didn't want to hear, you still have a responsibility to respond to it like an adult and not get all pissy (laughs) and lose your shit and then become a victim out of it. And now the, the general examples that I give, well, we'll go with a woman who is wearing a pair of pants, and she doesn't like the way that she looks. But she decides to ask you, does my ass look fat in these pants? (laughs) Now, (laughs) you have two choices at this point.
1: Yeah, but I like them fat. (laughs) That's the right
3: answer. What she's looking to be is placated because she knows they don't look good. She wants you to tell tell her that they look good. Or she
1: wants a compliment on her ass and she's fishing for it. Right,
3: right. But if you happen to say, no, they don't look very good, she's probably going to get upset. Yep. And that's not fair because she asked you for an honest answer, yeah. no, and you that's gave your one. Fault. You should have lied, right? Right. <laughs> so, but that's just like a dude, you know. Yes. <laughs> it's like a guy he starts. Dating dur, Jeff Dur, lie. I mean, no, sake. it I depends can. on your relationship. Don't die on that here. Help, I won't.
1: Yeah, you live <laughs> with
3: this person because if you're living see, with this that's, person, see, and that's what sucks is that spitting in your food. That's what sucks is that's the natural response of Oh my god, you're fucking insane for telling the truth. That's sick. That's sad to me. That's actually really gross. Not
1: insane, just you know, it's a pick ba- your battles, buddy. That's all right. I'm yeah. saying. And it's, it's also kind of fucking gross. <laughs> and I think, Is it important to you to tell her that her ass looks fat? Right. Yeah. If
3: it's it, a genuine question, then yeah. But it's also Honestly, and it's just an example. Jeff. That's honorable. It, it's one yeah, goddamn honorable. example. <laughs> okay. You but throat. you know, on the flip side, dudes, people. dudes yes, are dark. stupid too. To they start dating a gal, and then they decide it's going to be a good idea to say, "How many guys have you slept with?" You know, and then and then they give the answer. And then they decide that they don't like the answer and then they treat her different or lose respect or get mad at her about shit that she did before they even were together. And it's like, dude, be happy that she was the Thomas Edison of dicks and she didn't give up because you got to be the light bulb of her life. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're the one that worked. Like, But for her consistency of being a dick connoisseur, she would never got to yours and you wouldn't have her in your life. So don't be an asshole. Yeah. Don't lead. Don't make her past. A problem for you. Uh, I you completely should be proud.
1: agree with that example, Jeff. Your I'm, dick I was see chosen eye to eye with you on that one. That's like I mean, but it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna start inviting somebody to be a part of your life, whatever they did before that is noteworthy, but can't be held against them. Absolutely, you know what I mean. In my opinion, like it's just like, hey, I'm glad you felt comfortable enough to be honest with me about your past. It apparently made you who you are. So, like, if I was there at the time, I probably would have had some feelings about it. But I, you didn't right. even know me, so it's not any of my business. You became who you are. Hashtag
2: today. not all since war crimes and murder records and stuff. Those well, probably. If, yeah, if, try not to I keep mean, the
3: war crimes. Like, okay. did you work in Dachau? Okay, tell me that. Know,
1: man, no, like if, okay. if. Well, you know how I am with blanket laws. <laughs>
3: I don't like blanket laws. It's we can hashtag not all. Yeah, everything. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we should hashtag not all everything always. It should, should I think go without should, saying. I think In should, general.
1: I think we should asterisk within reason everything that we say. Yes, for sure. Well,
3: <laughs> we talk about being reasonable for a reason. So <laughs> We're trying our best. Reason, yeah.
1: reason, reason. Say it more times. That's a good candy. You ever had a reason?
2: Yes. Mm. They are good. Reasons are good. They're, they're, the, they're the candies the grandfathers they're give caramel. their children. That's I right. don't even
1: know what it is. They're caramel candies. They're very good.
2: Huh? They're like, uh, what's, the like yeah, what's the other kind? If you like caramel. Yeah, what's the other kind that they have? The, there's Reezers Werthers. and then there's Werther's. Werther's, Werthers Originals. Yeah. Original you know those yeah okay well it's those but you know Hershey's version or something
1: the more reasonable ones yeah <laughs> <laughs> they should spot <laughs> we should get them and have them Apparently on the show at reasonable. all times <laughs> you think they'll sponsor our campaign no it could be our first
2: zero percent chance
1: <laughs> what if we let them lobby us
2: zero <laughs> percent <0%. laughs> they will not do nothing if no you lobbying got, they wouldn't support us if you had it tattooed on your face <laughs> I don't think because government helps big companies a lot of times so yeah. I don't know who owns Reaser but I'm gonna guess it's Nestle or somebody that knows how to play the government real well uh, things I learned. This is back to you again. This is back to Shaden. Oh me. Yeah. This Which is the, one is it? This is the Africanized bees, oh, and it's shit, their yeah. origins. This was crazy.
1: <laughs> okay, hold on. I need the guy's name. So, uh, so Africanized bees. They are bees that were genetically modified. They were crossbred with um, South American bees and bees from Africa. And it was by this guy who I'm going to look up his name right now because it's not in. It's not a name in. The country that I grew up in, so I can't remember it. It doesn't stick in my brain. I'm, I try real hard, but yeah, um, uh, his name was Warwick Estevam Kerr. Okay, okay. Uh, he was a, a geneticist in Brazil, and he was like the bee guy. Like he was expert on on bees and animal husbandry, and so he was, uh, as I understand it, at a cursory examination, he was taking these two bees, the African bees and the bees from Brazil and crossbreeding them in hopes of making their honey better in some way. I don't know if it's more nutritious or it might have been just to get them to produce more honey. Anyway, but he had really strict guidelines about how they were supposed to be taken care of. Well, mm-hmm. one day he had a replacement beekeeper who was Doofus new, knew he or she, I'm not sure. Ruiner this, of worlds. This person was new to he got the,
3: the wet
1: <laughs> job and he uh, fed him no. after midnight. Good yeah. job, nerd. You nerded. Yeah, well done, dude. Christmas. That's a Christmas Makes movie. So oh,
2: yeah, I even call it a Christmas wow. movie. You're Hell missing yeah. out on being a great Hell
1: nerd. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> so was die hard, I'm So proud. So, so I. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed too. So this guy came in and apparently there was these screens. They had to keep them segregated in a certain way. I don't know. I'm not a bee expert, but <laughs> but this guy was like, oh, it's impeding the worker bees. So he pulled the screen out on these things. Well, 27 queens got loose out oh, of that these crossbreeds. Yeah, had a crazy bee orgy in Brazil, <laughs> as one does. Sounds. <laughs> and then, so they they got out there. into the wild and were never able to be contained. And they're very aggressive, uh, and they kill people when like they'll they'll swarm and kill people and, and animals. But they also the bigger problem is they're an invasive species. So they will come into other beehives, dominate, breed into them until the whole hive is now these crossbred Afri- Africanized bees, and then. And then, so this is why it's a problem. They're working their way north. They have been for since like the 60s or 70s when this happened. They've been working their way north, they got all the way through Mexico, and now they're into the southern United States. So we've got people, you know, little old retired people in Arizona that are keeping bees for the oh. sake of their garden and having fresh honey. And then these Africanized bees are coming in. And before these people realize it, these bees have been. Converted or turned Usurping. into crossbred into these Africanized really? bees, and then they start attacking people in the neighborhood and swarming, and people are dying from Fuck. getting stung by these fucking genetically modified. But is bees. the honey good? It's probably great. <laughs> <Yeah>. more <laughs> murder, risk, better reward. Murder That's how honey that works. Yeah. yeah, murder honey is awesome. So, uh, all that is to say, yes, it's a problem. Maybe you should be concerned about it, but there is a show. That follows a guy <laughs> whose job is to go out and deal with these Africanized bee converted hive problems in like Arizona and down in the southern United States. Like it's a reality beautiful. show? It's like a reality show. Like he goes in and the production is the best fucking thing i've seen like he's got a guy following him with a camera he's in total bee gear and he's like where's the issue where we're gonna go kill some fucking bees he curses (laughs) and he's like taking charge of like firefighters he's like here's what we're gonna do we're gonna build a wall so you can get that person out of that house and he's like just got spray cans and he's like we're making a wall he's like they're killing bees as they're going trying to get these people into the ambulance that have been stung and they're like you know holy shit and then and then they go up and they you know spray the hive in the backyard of somebody's house or whatever but the best part of it is they will have uh, anytime a bee flies close to the camera they put it into slow-mo and they play this like cheesy heavy metal guitar (laughs) and then it flies away and the show just continues So, look, there, it up, look it up on YouTube. That's where I found clips what, of it. Is there a oh, name? What's the name of it? You know? uh, I'll have to look it up. I'll put it in the Discord. For, okay. If you if you want to know, you're going to have to go check it out on our Discord. I'll find some clips so you can get to it. But best thing I've seen all week. And uh, that's how I learned about the Africanized bees. Didn't even realize it was a problem. But people have died from <laughs> this guy's that's so genetic sucks.
3: work and hiring the wrong janitor. That's what sucks. Yeah. Is
2: like, you're fucking with science. And we appreciate that sometimes mm-hmm. when it goes right. Mm-hmm. But...
3: Well, I had an uncle that had beehives, and uh, he was trying to... Changed the genetics of honeybees as well to make them have longer tongues. I wonder if he's involved. If he ended up being involved in some,
1: you so they'd be better genetic in cloning down. Or- <laughs> yeah, yeah. King of the yeah. orgy. <laughs> they would make the. They wanted
3: to make the girl honeybee the queen's happier. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep her in the hive longer. <laughs> it's for
1: your pleasure, <laughs> honey. Yeah.
3: And then I don't know. He. That's wild. He did had, really though, huh? He did, and at some point he I'm was assuming
1: that was actually so that they could get more pollen, right? Is that? Is yes. That yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the idea.
3: Huh. Well, and keeping the you know the queen bee, happy yeah it's important but
1: uh don't tell her her ass looks fat in the pants <laughs> placate placater is what you're saying
3: that's what we're saying jeff yeah <laughs> do your well, best i mean yeah. okay if you want to <laughs> but uh by bring, the way bring up divorce numbers i guess i guess you're right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who's got the better track record <laughs> fair enough fair enough Shit. yeah i heard that uh
2: james Hetfield, the singer from metallica was into raising bees i found that really? was, i thought that was interesting it's like well, that must be a nice, it, well, it's, relaxing thing it's one to
3: of those do it's like actually really tigers interesting tigers
1: for pets in my mind you know it's so like is it cool yeah i think there's, he's a farmer there, though i think it's uh, more I mean, practical yeah, i guess there's more utility than having a tiger but, a tiger but is still, yeah it's, it's really like cool. You just want to keep those things that could literally kill you in a box? Yes. <laughs> like, if I don't feed my goldfish, they're not going to sting me to death. That's all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> well, we got to get some piranhas or something. Although
1: then. my cat would eat me if I died, so what do I know? I don't know. I That's true. A cool <laughs> but probably, you know, I'm need, I need a shirt that says, what do I know? I'm starting to say that a lot.
3: <laughs> my <laughs> uncle... Fucking, uh, I don't
1: fucking know anything. I don't
3: either. He had uh, burned off an area of a hayfield to put his hives and... Uh, this is down in the tri cities and the wind kicked up and he ended up being responsible for the time, the largest fire in the state of Washington. Oh fuck. <laughs> so His, his bees didn't, didn't make it through that. Whoops. And that it, was kind of the end.
2: It's of it. probably cause they were, they probably messed with their heads and they all set the fires. The bees at the fires
1: just like, torched destructive oh. bees yeah. i'm like picturing him with that little puckered lip expression from rick and morty <laughs> looking at the fire Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> you do a good well, rick time to jump to the other uh, reality morty <laughs> this one's fucked <laughs> squirrels
2: <laughs> well we got a couple letters that we got today let's uh, read some mail. should we read some mail we I've need got a
1: jingle for when you read mail we can do that. Everybody has a good mail. Like, yeah, well, yeah, well, it's not really a jingle, but you've got mail. You've got we're, mail. We're fucking, uh, We just got a letter.
2: I'm gonna do that. We just got a there will be, for this one, there'll be a little songy thing on there. We just and got And we're we'll talking about it now. It'll be in the thing.
1: No, we have to sing it.
2: God damn it. <laughs> 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 well, so, somebody do the beatbox and let's play it down. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> mail. How did I do? Mail. Call. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs>
2: right. Actually, our drummer is like a yeah, professional he damn beatboxer yeah. he, th- he threw you some lessons You
1: only he? should have one talent it's not fair to the rest of us <laughs> fuck it. do you want to read one do you yeah, want to read? read one right
2: there's that one uh, Wait, give me
3: the long one holy shit oh there's no. two long ones oh, okay they long They're just just a- fuck. I can't see that shit okay. I don't even oh. my glasses you
1: guys are wordy <laughs> love it
3: alright you, you want to do a dark start? and romantic down here
1: I'll start sure alright I'm going to go. This one, I'm going to say a name. He didn't say not to say it, right? I read this one. I don't think you said that. Anyway, I'm, I'm name dropping you, Ryan. This one's from Ryan. Yay. Subject is billionaires is... is Atlas, I think. <laughs> uh, he says, hey, guys, finishing up episode nine. That was today's episode in our time. Finishing up episode nine and had a thought about the existence of billionaires in our society. I agree that if you create a product or service that becomes highly demanded, you should be able to become extremely wealthy. That's great. That's the American dream. I'd love to get there myself. Me too, Ryan. Mm-hmm. But I still have an issue with some of the billionaires we currently have in this country. Me too. Yeah. I think the biggest reason I and so many people in our culture today whine about the super wealthy is that they do in fact seem like ill-gotten gains. Just take big Jeffy B, for example. He's got enough money to go to space for fun. That's a lot of money. So his business is extremely profitable. That's fine. But his employees have been up in arms for a while, claiming they don't make enough money and aren't treated well. I would think he'd have the allowance to keep his employees happy and paid well. Uh, I'm going to pause there. I can't actually vouch for that as far as Spokane's concerns. I've had a lot of friends go and work at the distribution place and it's mm-hmm. like it's not just like, oh, this job kind of sucks. It's like they're treated very, very, very poorly. Yeah. From what I've been told. I Same, haven't worked yeah. there, but anecdotally, I think I can I can back up his statement. In this case, Um, Ryan goes on to say, if the company holds enough value to take Jeff to space, then I would think the lower level employees also hold substantial value. But in this country, we allow company owners like Bezos to claim that the bottom level workers are only worth this livable wage, in quotes. I'm just not sure how that's fair. I know I know life isn't fair. But in a society where we try to protect people from being taken advantage of, it feels like we forget about the worker bees that make it all happen. I'd also argue that this is what feeds the wealth gap here. I think those of us closer to the bottom of the ladder, those of us that come from small towns, those of us that don't reach for the stars, in quotes, are just tired of being taken for granted when people like that can find a way to tip the scales and make more money than they know how to spend. I mean, people have to be at the bottom. We have to have people doing the most basic undesirable work. So why can't those people at least get their fair cut of all this vast wealth that we're hoping you're helping to create seemingly for just a few people at the top? That's my take on it. There's plenty I don't know and there's plenty I'm wrong about. But from where I'm living my life, things seem purposely, selfishly and insultingly rigged. But either way. I fucking love you guys. Scatcast is my 2.7. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank you, Brian. That was very thoughtful, man. Like, yeah, right. Yeah,
1: that, you put a lot of thought into that and yeah. it took time to write it out. So, yeah, I don't know. I kind of on, on some points, I definitely agree. Um, yep. And and but there's also like who decides what a fair cut is. You know what I mean? I guess the person that has the money has got to make that mm-hmm. decision. So really, this isn't a matter of like, should they be forced? I don't think so. They shouldn't be forced to change how they operate their company unless they're literally like harming people which maybe there's an argument to be made in some cases that they are, but I think that maybe they should be incentivized to treat people better would maybe be a better alternative to forcing them to treat their lower level employees better I yeah. don't know what that would look
3: well, like profit sharing but, for all maybe yeah I think just
2: like with you know say Comcast I don't know if they've done this or not but they have a reputation of being terrible customer service phone stuff so can I bet vouch. and I bet they've they've <laughs> heard that
1: as a 15 year customer I can vouch for that
2: right and if they had any competition they would want to change that I don't think they really do necessarily there's some but you know in some cities they're like the the monopoly-ish kind of thing, but yeah. but I will answer it, like his question. Like when somebody like for example, Jeff Bezos is a good example of this. Amazon is the largest collection of small businesses ever created. I think it is a platform of all. I mean, there's big businesses on there too, but it's a giant platform for shopping for small businesses. I'm on there. Yeah, Many people I know it's also are on there.
1: A logistical. Feet of engineering. Absolutely. You know?
2: I mean, the, it started as a bookstore it wasn't where they're like.
1: All Jeff's, it wasn't all Jeff's deal either. He was no. just the guy who took the initial risk, which should earn him, you know. Like, if he shouldered the majority of the risk, he should get the majority of the reward. Right. I think that's true. Well, but it's
2: one of those things where, like, I, I get it. There's so much nuance here because. I think a lot of people see billionaires as like how did you, how did you possibly get that money without cheating someone somewhere without doing some dickhead move that we wouldn't approve I mean, of to if be we fair, could see
1: they tend to cheat a lot you know and we've figured that out like mm-hmm. even when it comes to filing their taxes right. like otherwise millionaires wouldn't have gotten stimulus checks because they created oh, and they filed their taxes to make it seem like their business actually lost money when in fact it was making them millions of dollars a right. year you know so it's like there's eh. all that creative <laughs> stuff that normal people can't do right. you know
2: even free market economists will say, you know, you can't have the wealth gap be so obscene. And that is because of inflation. That's a big part of why it mm-hmm. is that way. The money is just they're pumping more money in and the people at the top, it runs through them first. We yeah. spend it there first. And so that's a big, that's part of the big problem is there's just, uh, it's more money. And so it looks like a big difference. But that's, that's why we have revolutions in economics is people do not like to see that big of a gap between the wealthy and the middle class. But but we also have to look at this, like the world that that we're living in now, the standard of living in the United States, even if you're at a a level that you don't like in the economic world, is partly due to Amazon. Amazon is part of the reason our standard of living is higher. And these companies that make billions, even Tesla, you know, the fact that Tesla, he makes a bunch of money for himself, that's like the... He's also making all this money for hundreds and hundreds of other companies along his supply lines, which means thousands and thousands of families. Perhaps I remember him talking about it at one point and he's just that's just Tesla. There's so many like, companies like this, but maybe half a million to a million people is what he affects with that company. And so, you know, like I think Steve Jobs, his company was worth 80 million when he died or something. and He had a personal wealth of like or 80 billion and he had like eight billion. That doesn't bother me at all because that 80 billion worth is stockholders like you and me we can own stock and so when it goes up it's good for us and when it blah blah, blah. and then all of the people that make money along the road from retailers and people that do things aftermarket stuff and so it's just wealth so much more
1: generate wealth and there's always going to be a shitty end of the spectrum to be on no matter how we change the system yeah. like, there has to be otherwise
2: but it's, I also, a, I also get like life. when Americans or anybody, anybody that's watching this anywhere in the world, when they look at Jeff Bezos and they look at people living this uh, this life of luxury, I think it pisses people off a little bit on some level when it's like he moved a bridge that's been there for a thousand years for his yacht or something like that when it gets extreme. Or when people are like, oh, he's personally just going up to space just to fuck off and whatever. But when I look at the space stuff, I'm excited for space. Yeah. And, and I'd rather have private companies do it than nasa because private companies move faster and you know there's i don't know governments just don't do things like like i would like they waste a lot of money private
3: companies probably not going to get all their products from the lowest bidder as well
2: yeah exactly and they're not gonna spend you know five hundred dollars on a hammer but they'll also it's also making it so we can go into space i think that's what jeff bezos is trying to do he's bringing people up with him is that right or was it richard branson that's trying to do like the the moon know. trips or like the stratosphere trips. I agree with, with Ryan that, and, and most economists would, would agree with you on this too. When the, when the amount of wealth gap becomes so obscene where it's just ridiculous, uh, that makes sense, but we still can't supply and demand is what creates the value of a worker in, in these things. Like a lot of people will say, you know, the, the CEO of Walmart, he makes this big bonus and stuff. But when you do the math, like say there's a million employees randomly at at walmart and they give the bonus ceo that gets 10 million dollars or some shit how much is that on a paycheck for a year if you just got rid of the ceo took that 10 million dollars gave it to all the workers we're talking was that 10 bucks 100 bucks a year on your paycheck that you get extra kind of Mm -hmm. thing when you break it down like that so it's not as much money as people think for one like, do I know if, if Amazon's million plus work staff could be paid better? I'm sure I don't know, but yeah. but could Jeff Bezos with his profits do a big deal to his million employees overnight? I doubt it. Well, do you do the math there? I bet. Here's the deal. It's a few man, thousand dollars extra. In my year.
1: opinion, it's it's kind of a it's one of those things which it's, helps. It's easy to talk about. Like it's nice to talk about. Like oh yeah, it'd be you know, I don't like the fact that Amazon is structured the way that it is. It's easy to say that, but. At the end of the day we collectively have the power to change that they don't we force are, us we to do are anything. the market so yeah. the fact that we haven't collectively done that means that the benefits must outweigh the shitty aspects of it yep. for the majority of our us, market you know, signals which are which is, saying that to which, them, yes. which is uncomfortable to say because if you know if you're the guy who's struggling on the shit end of that of that equation and you want to change it but you know you won't have, you don't have enough peers to get with the program to, to change it for your betterment, for yeah. you, yeah. Know, it almost sounds me. like I it hate does, that you're a
3: billionaire, but, but I, I'm still going to support all your services exactly. and everything that you do. Yeah, well, you can't have. Or,
1: both. or I'm going to protest in weird ways, like you know, I don't like, I don't like Nike's business practices, so I'm going to burn my Nikes. Hmm. Well, you already bought the Nikes,
3: right?
2: Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not advertising them to anyone else. It's right, my weird okay. protest. You're, well,
3: you're they, virtue signaling they, to somebody. They, they did hire you're you,
1: so <laughs> you can't really quit yeah <laughs> well know, like
2: <laughs> there's a ton of that in the world it's, it's like the oil thing too uh you know people don't know where that oil's in like everything so they're like i'm not going to drive this car i'm going to get an electric car it's like well all of the things that the car is made out of require high heat and, and require fossil fuels and the glass is made of oil all the plastic is made of oil so i mean how do you replace that and there's some ways blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. it's like yeah we don't know how to we don't know where our food comes from all the time so we protest things and then we... It's counterproductive yeah, oftentimes. That's what I mean. I, like what I, would, about that. I
1: would say... And this isn't this isn't directly in response to, to Ryan necessarily. It's just something reminded me of something I try to hold myself accountable on. But if something bothers you, take your time to actually look into the the logistics and economics and you know the the nuance of the thing try to understand it better why it is the way that it is and what the reasons are and then if you still feel like you want to change it start doing something measurable other than just bitching about it you right know? and and if you can't then try to get yourself to a position where you can if it matters that much to you to you mm-hmm. or decide that it doesn't matter that much and move on with your life
2: Fair. You know? Fair. (laughs) Reasonable. Well, I wonder, it's like, would you rather live in a society of where it's possible to be a billionaire or a society where it's impossible to be a billionaire?
1: Possible, for sure.
2: Yeah, and is it because you think one day you might be a billionaire or is it just because we want to see people succeed at that level because it turns into good stuff for us or is it because you're a son of a bitch? (laughs) (laughs) This is a really complicated, I mean, economics is a very complicated thing. And I do see people talking about billionaires in a way that, for me, it's like, you have to break it down company by company. Like if it's a military industrial company, I want to look at it a little bit. I want to scrutinize it more. Uh, but if it's a company that that creates things that we buy, and I mean almost all of them in that way, where nobody forces us to go to Walmart, nobody forces us to buy Duracell batteries, we literally are choosing them voluntarily. So
1: what if it's a company that helps you kill yourself?
2: Then do choose it voluntarily. <laughs> <laughs> right,
3: Actually, unless let's... you have, unless you have a payee or something that chooses for you.
2: well you know what let's save this one for next time i think okay so but i think that's our show that was fun
1: wow we did it we did
2: it we hung out and we we talked and we had fun all right we'll talk at you in the future it'll seem like the present bye
1: bye Bye. it's just a ride oh it's just a ride
0: bong